Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> For what? Yeah! Welcome back to the Extra Gravy. I'm oh, Marlon. Oh, I'm Norm. Alicia. Yeah, Alicia's in the house. Alicia is back in the house. And I am. And she's showing us the stomach. All three and a half of us are here today. <laughs> <laughs> Four and a half. Well, well six, and a half. six and a half, I guess. My bad. Uh, oh, well, that's more of a quarter. Is it a quarter? quarter? Is it almost? Actually, no, you got two. She passed halfway. It passed half. Okay. Yeah. Got 16 weeks. Three quarters. Half a person. That's three months. 16 weeks. 16. No, that's, yeah, that's four months. Does time feel like it's it's flying or dragging? Three and a half, I guess. Um, No, it's been going pretty quick when you think about it, like the whole year and stuff like that. So uh, time's definitely been flying the last couple of months as well because shit. We're about to be in November. Like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you're doing a lot of stuff just out, like, it's not like you're just at home pregnant. I wish I was. I'm tired. <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> if, but, I'm not, if I'm not outside, I haven't done, I mean, I guess. No, I you be know. out. I'm eating. <laughs> <laughs> you be out. You ain't that tired. <laughs> I am tired. I like, Don't be out eating, shopping, all okay, type of things. That was once. And let me tell you how I'm hurting still. <laughs> For that I one went, venture? Yes. This weekend was the most that I've gone out in like forever. Maybe that's what I thought you'd been going on. <laughs> <laughs> this is the I was week. dragged out every single day. But it wasn't anything crazy. Like Friday went to like a listening party and went to eat and then Saturday. Saturday just went to somebody's house and then Friday Sunday I went to brunch and then my friend was like oh I'm going to the mall I'm like all right I'll come worst decision I've ever made not because Sunday. I spent so much money but because like I was so sore like your feet them I got home you. and I was like let me just lay here forever yeah. and to this day my back still hurts Damn. and I'm just tired dude you're so. walking with an extra 20-30 pounds on your and body and then I had like these heavy ass bags because yep. I wanted to go and buy shit yeah like. yeah yeah you're crazy yeah. <laughs> you are nuts that's where you're supposed to go with your Goldie Cox so he could hold all the shit yeah, I know. Bags, <laughs> he would never go shopping with me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Actually, you guys don't go shopping together? No. Why? Do you take long? Oh, Are you one of those people? I don't because I don't really go shopping in the mall, really. Yeah, either, exactly. You know? so, Amazon, It's not hello. like that, but he just doesn't like it. So I think maybe last month we went to Yorkdale um, to go to the Bay and look at strollers and stuff like that. And he was, he was just dying. so over it. He was just like, "Are we done yet? Are we done yet?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, in, I'm definitely an in and out type of person. Like, I just like being home. It's not yeah. even necessarily yeah. the mall or any anywhere I go. My goal is to get home as soon as possible. For real. That's so true. it's like it's it, when I go to the mall and stuff. I I move fairly quickly, and I'm I don't know if I'm lucky or what, but I find what I'm looking for like this. 
Yeah. My girl will search 20 stores and legit <laughs> will not find what she said she was looking for. And I, I'm there. So I'm not, it's not like I'm not seeing it, but I'm just like, Jesus Christ. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's I just crazy. I don't know. I don't really like going to the malls at all, especially like now. Maybe before the pandemic, um, if I got bored, I would go to Marshall's and stuff like that and mm. just like walk yeah. around Marshall's. Now it seems but so inconvenient. I'm just like, yeah. I don't really need to be here. I hate the lines. Like, I, I'm not I hate- trying to dress like everyone else <laughs> and everybody else is gonna if i see something nice in zara i'm gonna see 20 next niggas in it somewhere you know I what i mean order everything online so i was gonna yeah. say the, the best bet is just to call in see if the, what you want is actually there so you can go in cop it peace out like yeah. i don't ever go in unless i know what i want is there yeah yeah there's a huge ass an ant? ant it's a huge ass <laughs> ant just trying I'm to trying live to his life it. i try to get it yo the ants are cool man Oh, oh what, but oh. not when it's on the thing. I mean, it could be cool on there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, definitely sore feet are going to happen. Uh, lower back pain going to happen. What are some things you haven't expected? Um, like, I, I know one of my friends just had a clogged nipple. <laughs> well, I'm Shameless not breast- I'm, Yeah, I'm not breastfeeding. Yet, I know that. So I'm just to, saying she didn't. know I don't that. have to deal with that. Yeah, yeah. Thankfully, I get You're to see her videos, yet. and then I see. <laughs> exactly. I looked. And I opened up the comments, and I seen something like, "Oh, I'm so sorry. I should have told you to use this." And I'm like, screenshot. Yo, like, oh, she said that in prep- the caption. Yeah. She was like, "Y'all didn't tell me about." Clogged milk ducts. Yeah, one how girl. could you not tell me, warn me about this? She had to like look up. There's a whole bunch of lists of uh, different things that she had to find, and then there's like techniques and meth, like I guess things I like hanging boobs. I mean, whenever I see like a clogged like spray paint hole or something, I'll take a needle and try to poke the hole to like clear it out. But you can't do that nipple. with a nipple. <laughs> You can't just poke hole. Just numb the nipple, then do it. I'm just saying, but like you're gonna take a needle and start like picking nah, at your nipple to you clear out be, the hole. Be organic. You gotta be uh, nature conscious. You gotta use a paper straw. Oh my gosh! Oh uh, yeah, and then straw it out. You suck it out yourself. <laughs> yeah, we're good. Suck it out. What? So what? You gotta massage it. Does, is it like I it have getting? No clue. I've never she taken breast breastfeeding she classes yet. yet. I, I just imagine it's just being like, dried yeah. milk on. Yeah, you could take. Classes? You could yeah. You could take like little classes that will teach you how to properly breastfeed and stuff like that they teach there's classes for everything like. i thought the baby just be at it well that's what i'm saying you ever see a baby <laughs> like to do? <laughs> who, who said it um it was uh kevin gates he said he the reason why he decided to lose weight is when he was holding his buddy's baby and the baby tried to suck, suck on his on nipple his titties, yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. that's what I'm saying. my mama's titties were self-serve you know what i mean once you once you feel that like you ever take your finger like you could take a finger or your knuckle and just put it to a little bit newborn's face and they'll, and try, they'll to start, suck they'll start to suck on anything pointy yeah with Any, skin <laughs> anything skinny and pointy yeah honestly for sure. like i haven't gone through that like the first trimester was horrible because i was just throwing up all the time oh, but man. There hasn't been anything that I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is the worst experience. I'll never do this again. Yeah, like, I'm well, just... Well, you probably I, not like, <laughs> I'm just uncomfortable sometimes, you know? Like, yeah. last night I stayed up, I went to bed, and then I sat in bed for hours because I couldn't sleep. And, like, Goldie Cox wakes up and was like... You okay? Yeah. I'm like, my back hurts. Like, Yo, it must be the worst. Are you a stomach sleeper? Well, um, Usually, when no, you're not pregnant, <laughs> I'm like more of a back sleeper. But you can't okay. sleep on your back. Yeah, you sleep on your oh, side. You a vampire. So you have to no. You like now, you have to sleep on your side, like your left side or your right side. No, but you're supposed to do that regardless. I can't. <laughs> I know, I can't but everybody is literally technically it's 
supposed to, you're supposed to sleep on your side. Yeah. Technically, yeah. I think it's the left side, to be honest. Yes. But the, um, yeah, no, people who sleep on their back and people who sleep on their stomach, you're supposed to have some sort of health complications that oh. eventually arise from that. Mm. But I, I don't know what they are. I, I'm, I'm a stomach sleeper. Yeah, I will sleep like two arms. Maybe it depends oh, on like how I'm really feeling, but it's not like I I don't really miss sleeping on my stomach because I rarely ever did it. It's mainly my back because my sides start hurting, you know. Mm. And so I'm like always like flip flopping back yeah. and Trying forth. My oh. arms be falling asleep. Like, you know what I mean? And I have that pregnancy pillow wrapped around me, mm. and I'm just so like pregnancy crying. is just like cuddling your girlfriend. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> You're literally describing cuddling my. Girlfriend. Girlfriend. Yes. <laughs> Arm falling asleep. Arm falling asleep. Body pillow. Keep switching sides and shit. Yeah. <laughs> One thing I, I, I never understood how they could wake up after we move and then fall right back asleep. Oh no, I get it. You know, they're just so comfortable. I get it. I get it. Especially once you're used to that arm coming out from under your head. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. He's gone now. Yeah. <laughs> um, one thing I get super annoyed with is how congested I've been. Like, I always have, like, stuffy noses, especially at nighttime when I'm sleeping. And the humidifier will be on, too. Like, I'll yeah. get random nosebleeds and stuff Welcome like that. Welcome to my life. I'm oh, like, this I is just my life. <laughs> You're describing my life once again. Do you, do you get a heartburn and whatnot? No. No? So your like, baby's not going to come out gonna too be hairy. Bald. Yeah, yeah. That's what I hear like the more hair on the baby the more heartburn really oh, of a yeah. bald ass baby <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Holy shit! Do you, I had hair on my head? So and we'll I call that my little mom. nigga <laughs> <laughs> My mom says that uh, she had heartburn, but yeah, I haven't had heartburn at all. So I'm definitely like, is that I'm a happy fact, though? though. Yeah. Yes, it's like a fact <laughs> because your body's yeah. producing more of something to create more of something. What? But like, obviously, like I could have a kid just naturally because it's not like I don't have a lot of hair. Yeah. And then, yeah. Like, my boyfriend had a lot of hair when he was born. So there's a possibility yeah. that the kid's just naturally going to have hair, but I'm just not having heartburn. So. It's not developing in your body. I had that Don King troll fro going on. <laughs> oh, the baby. My shit I just had went so up. much. It was, like, really black and straight. And yeah. then all of a sudden, it was just curly. <laughs> Mine was curly and fucking looked like a Christmas tree. That shit. <laughs> Yo, when they pulled me out of my mom, they were using forceps. And the forceps Ooh. pierced oh. my skin. The what? They had a the forceps. Movie. Those little, the, they're like, they're like baby tongs. Uh, tongs almost. I don't remember yeah. the actual, <laughs> I, I don't tongs. know what the actual um, name for it is, but sometimes you have to do that to like help the baby out. But yeah, like, they got tongs for babies. They got baby tongs, forceps. <laughs> and when they pull you out, apparently the way it looks as they're, as they're pulling you out, your head becomes a peanut. Yeah. So they gotta reshape you because oh like they're god. pulling you out. Oh my god! Look at the fucking ant on the mic. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> it made it. Welcome back to the Welcome back to a bug's life. I was gonna say that a lot of when I'm starting to like read about labor and birth and stuff like that. Um, I'm realizing more that the hospital be forcing people to do shit. They yeah. be forcing people to like use those little baby tongs and they be forcing women to have C sections. Forcing? Yeah, because they'll go and say like we can't like, do this any other way. They're like, oh, it's just going to be easier. Especially some doctors nowadays are just like, fuck, I don't want to be on call 
for this baby like 24 7 like i could get a call at 3 30 in the morning and have so it cuts down hot. time so they're like oh well if we plan a c-section a mm. week before she's actually due or whatever the case may be or how many ever weeks i can before, get to my daughter's recital i can schedule <laughs> that we're gonna do this at mm. 9 a.m banging out and i could be home mm. you know exactly. whatever yeah and so, yeah, there's like so many different things that people don't. <laughs> that's a t- that's a, that's Yo, my Google stuff. calendar says ugh. that's <laughs> nasty stuff because a that like I, I swear is very high, much higher chance of something going wrong with a yeah, C-section. Um, Not to mention the lifelong scar. Yeah, you'll bleed. You could potentially bleed out more if you yeah. have a C-section because it's actually a major surgery, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, there's just like so many yeah, things. Just that cutting a your lot stomach of, open, cutting the yeah. lining of your stomach open. Yeah. I just need to go in somewhere real quick. Yeah. Like what? There's so many people, and I guess that's why they're like, especially uh, if you're a black trying woman. to say like you know, know your rights and like read up on it, and then also have somebody there that's going to advocate for you because. These people could just try to push any little thing on you. Just it's like a mechanic. Like, okay, because you're such in a vulnerable <laughs> yeah. space. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, you're about to push out this whole fucking thing from you. This being. That it's, could be anywhere from, like, five, six pounds to, to ten, nine, eleven. Ten. Yeah, like, yeah, God knows how much. Oh, my God. see the size of a mega baby. I'm not having a baby. Come on, look how tall your mom is and look what she made. Thank my okay. mom is not tall. That's what I'm saying. She made you. <laughs> nah, you're now you tall. Five. Your mom like 5'8", five, 5'9". Five, no, she's not. She's like 5'5". Five, five. So what she was f- she okay. wearing that day then? Heels probably. She was on the hill. <laughs> nah, your mom looked taller That's than that. That my day mom is she was not. wearing heels or wedges or Maybe something. Maybe 5'6 on a good day. Like, she's not tall at all. Oh, no. Yeah, I remember your mom, like, 5'8", five, 5'9". Five, yeah. At least I was like, okay. Nope. Okay. Whole family full of leaguers. No, she's so short. You guys are having a mega baby, though. Yeah, y'all well, gonna have a tall We're gonna go on Maury. Baby. We're gonna show it. It's gonna be one of those mega baby episodes. Well, the last time I went to my um, midwife and she gave me the update about my previous ultrasound, she said that, like, her legs are long. Mm-hmm. Um, already, so she her legs are measuring longer than what her, the rest of her body is. Mm-hmm. So we can expect that the baby's gonna be long as hell. But like, I don't think it's gonna be. I was a nine. I was eight and a half, eight pounds, thirteen and a half ounces. So pretty much nine pounds. Yeah, this baby going D one. And then <laughs> this baby going D one. Goldie Cox was over nine pounds or something like that. But I don't know, just because like I haven't gained that much weight do you know what i mean yeah. like and the baby's not when we do the ultrasound she, she's pretty much measuring on um scale right yeah so like when i went she was 19 weeks two days 19 weeks was my actual day that i went and it's not like she was measuring like 20 weeks and four days like yeah. almost two weeks ahead you yeah, know? yeah yeah so i don't know who knows? But I don't think she's gonna be that much. I think she's gonna be like. But it's measured for you maybe though. Like you gotta seven, yeah, I know that. It's a proportion. <laughs> <laughs> they looking at it from the proportion. Yeah. But she's gonna be long as fuck. One thing that I didn't think that I didn't take in how quick or that it would happen at all. Do you remember how um, we talked about this? How Cardi B she had like these nude pictures that went. And leaked. It was like a screenshot, and everybody was talking oh, about how yeah, her nipples, Ariola's getting bigger. How her nipples look like pepperonis. <laughs> yeah, and New York pepperonis. Like how much is some Havana Ariola yeah. taking over? Eighty percent. What are we looking at? <laughs> I'm like, well, because your boobs are getting bigger as a result. If your boobs expand, the nipples expand, right? 
You went from 45 From 12 to 45 inches Little nipples Look at that The whole fucking We don't even talk anymore I was like I'm definitely I understand Little Sam the record man I understand Just out there man Sam the record man Oh that's a good throwback Definitely Not a throwback if you look up Yeah just look right up Just look right up at Young and Dundas That's amazing Wow It was was definitely a So wait the nipple Or the areola itself I guess like the areola Okay Yeah Well cause just Yeah just think about it If if your boobs get bigger Naturally Wouldn't the whole thing stretch But you would think It would would be proportioned to It stretching She's saying it seems like It's like It is growing Apparent Like my boobs Did grow Like they're so fucking heavy now Like when I jump on a scale I'm just like I need to remember that (laughs) Like 10 of these pounds Are my titties Yo They're so fucking heavy That's so And I'm not used to that I'm telling you what It's nature It's nature's bullseye and it's trying to tea. It's getting ready for your baby to be like, yo, where they at? Oh, no, there but, they are. Okay, so Nature's bullseye. I said that. I said that to Goldie Cox. I was like, yo, these nipples are fucking huge. Like, what's <laughs> going like, on? Yeah. And he was like, yeah, it's because the baby, it's getting ready for the baby because the bigger that they are and the darker they are, it's easier for the child to be able to see them wow. and like latch on because their eyes aren't Ooh. completely developed. When, so the, oh, the larger the, the nipple, the easier out. the juice. Yes. Yeah. See, but men, we don't have any of that. So God is a woman. See, that's how you know. Yeah. She made it a little bit more comfortable. She's like, we all have to put something in the design. I, well, <laughs> well, part of our design was, hey, your dick got to get bigger to create it. And then now mm. her nipples got to get bigger to, to sustain to, it. Oh, to feed it. Oh. Okay. So things have to get bigger on both ends. <laughs> we are doctors. Um, <laughs> yeah. Wait, um, is there certain di- things you can't eat right now? Like, there's certain, like, you can't eat egg yolk or anything like that? Or Yeah. Isn't there certain- I can't, like, have raw eggs, so I have to make sure that they're fully cooked. Yeah. Can't eat. Who has certain eggs? fish? No, like, like, like sunny side you up shit. Sunny side up and shit like that. Oh, like no poached eggs, yolk. no runny yolk. Oh, yeah. Okay, I see what you're like saying. Like, it has to be fully cooked. Well done, eggs. <laughs> yeah, even like meat, like technically steak is supposed to be, you know, well done and shit like that. Is, is that a chicken's curse? Like, Uh-oh. you took my child, so if you eat me, I will fuck up your child. You know yeah. I mean? <laughs> the curse of the chicken. It's uh, the bok bok curse. Sushi. Can't eat sushi. Cold cut meat. Yeah, no fish. Damn. Right? Like, Certain cheeses that aren't like what <laughs> is it? The Kevin like, Hart. Unpasteurized yeah, yeah, cheeses yeah. and stuff like that. Um I don't know. Shit like that that's not fully cooked and whatever. Yeah. Which you're not really supposed to eat, but you don't realize it's like what, cutting your thumb, you don't realize how many things are that. So. I know. When I, when I Googled it, I was like, there's a long list. It said pineapple can induce labor. I was like, so I'm not supposed to eat pineapple the whole time? I no, eat pineapple. Eat, eat pineapple in the last two weeks so you can induce that labor. The last two weeks, yeah. I'll eat it every single That's day. That's crazy. Like. Pineapple's only good for single pussy. <laughs> <laughs> for motherless pussy. <laughs> pineapple. The motherless pussy fruit. I mean, maybe that's why they call it the Pineapple Express. Wow! Ooh. Yo, you you can't go to the show today, man. You, <laughs> hey, you fired. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, guys. Seven thirty, though. I know, and I haven't got the call for the pickup yet, so don't worry. I'm okay. still here. Okay, we okay. still rocking. We still yeah. rocking. Um, I, I have a confession to make, though. <gasps> oh, I smoked weed today. Hey! Oh, backwood weed? No, not oh. a backwood I'll weed. So it doesn't even matter. But there was backwood grabber in it. There's just like a little, there's a little sprinkle. Did it touch your soul? 
It touched us for us too. It awake. <laughs> my, nip, my, my nipples are enlarged. That's all I know. My nipples are bigger right now. His areolas grew. <laughs> More you smelled the weed. No, they're, they're, it hits so much stronger now. But I know I'll never. So when I was coming home from Montreal from that comedy weekend, I was with Nitty, and you know how. A he, great comedy weekend, by the yes, way. Yes, thank you very much. Shout out to Big Will. Shout out to Eva. Um, Kickback comedy that Montreal was always nice to me, uh, but what was crazy is on the way back home I knew I'm like fuck. Uh, we, it was we left right after the show, so six hour drive from twelve thirty to six thirty a.m. I knew Natish is gonna have to smoke his blunts, Duh. his fucking Kawhi fingers. And I'm sitting in the car, I'm like, I guess this is the day. This is this, it. This is the day where <laughs> shit just comes crashing down. Pneumonia. Uh, hello, my old friend. <laughs> all right, and. As he was hotboxing, I'm like, "Wow, it's it's not actually hurting." Like, it smells kind of rather nice. Actually. This is this is <laughs> I like this is familiar. Rolling. So I was like, "All right, let me let me try pull." And I was like, "It's going down smoothly." But then after like blunt number four, I was like, "I used to do this every day. Like, what? <laughs> Who yeah. does this? Yeah. How could I have done this you for twenty years straight? You functioned on that. And now I'm doing like a, a half spliff of with like grab a sprinkle, and I'm like, yeah, that's that's too much for me now. Yeah, definitely. So. I gotta slow down for sure. I'm I don't know when I'm not high. <laughs> See, that's the thing, man. I wake up and I'm like, I'm not high. <laughs> that's the only time. When you wake up, wow. <laughs> I'm, a functioning, I'm a functioning pothead. This is just what I do. Yeah, the like only time you weren't teeth. high was when you were sleeping, pretty much. I mean, I, guess. I mean, you probably were high probably for the first two hours. And he went to sleep. Yeah. I don't know because you can't dream when you're high. Mm-hmm. And I dream every night. Every night. I actually had sex last night in my dream for the first time in a hot minute. Yeah, don't tell my girl. (laughs) Hello. Me and Rihanna got a little thing going on. Um, Yeah, it was one of those lucid dreams where you start realizing you're in it. And I was like, hello, old friend. Palm, what do you desire? <laughs> oh my god! Do you dream for two now? Do you have? Do you ever dream of your baby? <laughs> Can you imagine the inception of like oh dreams that like you dream what your Why baby's dreaming? <laughs> oh lord! <laughs> <laughs> did you did you wake up right away and be like, babe, babe, <laughs> shh, shh, let me stick it in? <laughs> Just remind me. No, have you ever? I, I've never like. Woken up and had a dream like that, and like wanted to even touch my partner. And like, you didn't know. want? Oh, I'm like, they're gonna know. <laughs> no, they're gonna know. They're not gonna know. They're gonna know. That's probably why. Oh man, I wonder. It's if all I... making sounds now. Damn! All those times in the morning, she jumped to somebody. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, if your girl wake up wet, she definitely just fucked like Leonardo DiCaprio in her sleep yeah. or some shit. Morgan Freeman. Somebody. What the fuck? <laughs> Morgan Freeman. He's a heartthrob. Is he? He's not. No. You wouldn't fuck Morgan Freeman. No. I feel like those two that you just mentioned were weren't two of the people she would have fucked. DiCaprio. No. You wouldn't do it like no. DiCaprio in his prime, like Titanic. DiCaprio's half a size, like, like Jack. <laughs> We're watching. Um, DiCaprio's six foot. No. No, he's like my height. He's shorty. He's, he's, he's short. A little. short. Yeah. No. Yeah, he like Tom Cruise. He's a Tom Cruise guy. Like Whoa. he's one of them shorties. Yes. <laughs> Right? He just lost respect. That's so crazy. He's so short. Um, oh. We've been watching. Speaking of short, Marvel. we gotta cut it short, guys. 
<laughs> blessings. Kill it. Bye. Kill Good it. Break you. a leg. Show. Blessings, blessings. Till next time, you guys are in for a crazy show. Your guest today is off the chain <laughs> like broken nunchucks. It's going to feel he like. Arrives. Oh, if he does. <laughs> Thursday, Thursday. Oh, Thursday, guys. Don't forget oh, wow. to come out to He's Laughter here Party. right now. Let him in. Please. Oh, I'm going to let him right in, guys. <laughs> uh, but Laughter Party this Thursday, tickets still on sale. And uh, you better get them Dave Chappelle tickets right now because I got mine. Ha <laughs> ha. <laughs> I would say the documentary hits the hits the interwebs. Yeah, just destroy the microphone. Everything. The He's gonna smash it all. <laughs> just be like, fuck you guys. Oh man. So, so pregnant sex. Yeah. Is it true? What? What's true? Could be they two say different it, things. They, they say, say it's hey man. Hey. It's that bomb bomb did a not for me. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Why you say it like that? No, for me. <laughs> Why? Because you can't be. I know for you, you probably can't just maneuver the way you usually would like. Yeah, and probably get a little bit more gentler because he's like afraid to like hurt you or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> for real, um, I don't know. I just feel like it's just, you know. Awkward for me. I'm Do just, you? Is it? Is it more of a mental thing? Because I know for women, a, a I, lot of sex <laughs> is a mental, a mental thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you are incredible. <laughs> that was good thinking, though. But again, I know a lot of sex for, especially for women, is a yeah. mental thing, right? Yeah. Is it more so because of the new skin you're in? You yeah. feel a little awkward about it. Yeah, I mean, it could it could be because of that, like mentally or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. I have to think about like if we're doing missionary, it's like, okay, you can't put too much Pressure. now. Like yeah. before first trimester it was whatever, you know? Yeah. Like it was just regular, but now that I'm starting to get bigger and stuff like that, it's like you can't push on my stomach. Yeah, like, yeah. You know and you mean? gotta be so conscious of all <laughs> these things at the same time. Yeah. Whereas with sex, usually you're just like free up. Like yeah. you're not really you thinking about stuff. This guy wants to talk about prego sex. <laughs> this guy wants to leave he his show to to talk so about bad. third trimester sex. This well second, I'm not in third yet. A couple second more trimester coitus. But I don't know. I don't like me personally, like we definitely don't have as much sex as we did before mm-hmm. and i'd be feeling guilty as fuck you know because i'm just like why i'm just Don't. pregnant i'm like i'm, so I'm sure he's okay yeah. i'm sure he's okay there are other ways he can he can satisfy himself yeah and i'm sure he's utilizing those ways well i hope he doesn't get mad when necessary. talking about this <laughs> I don't think it's. I think it's a very natural thing. I don't think I would not expect to have the same amount of sex. Yeah, I would not expect to have sex the same way. And I'm but also I just do like understand so for tired. men, it's apparently the shit. Like yeah. I don't know. I think it's because my older brothers have told me that it stays wetter longer, mm-hmm. and it's way wetter than normal. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys, because you're. I don't know if it's hormones or what, but mm-hmm. they're. 
baby moms were like fiending for it. Like, yeah, there's some people craving who, it. There's some people. I think it just all depends on like your own. Everybody's experience is different. You know what yeah. I mean? So I know that sometimes when the hormones start kicking in, everybody like some people's sex drive goes rampant. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. And they're just like, fuck, I want to fuck all the time. Yeah. Because like I'll read some of these little forms of like women and they'll be talking about it. They're like, I just want to have sex all the time and my boyfriend's just like not into it or my husband's not into it. Yeah. And then there's other people who are like, don't even sex fucking touch, touch me. me. Like, yeah. I don't even want you to cuddle I wonder, me. Like, nothing like that. I wonder how much of that is dependent on how you're treated outside of the bedroom. Maybe. You know what I mean? Like, if there's a intimacy and passion always created mm-hmm. if that's what's a driving factor of like yo let's just fucking <laughs> and because you don't got to worry about getting pregnant yeah. like, <laughs> i'm already here to. like you know what i mean like let's just go crazy <laughs> and so yeah. like there's a I, I understand there's a lot that changes but mm-hmm. i think it's all natural like i think yeah. it's pretty normal for things i don't i would never expect things to stay the same mm-hmm. after my girl gets pregnant. Like, that's yeah. just crazy. And I mean, I don't know how it's going to be after I pop the kiddo because I haven't been there before. Yo, so who knows? At least like, a couple weeks. I know. A couple weeks to heal. <laughs> not supposed to have sex for six <laughs> weeks. <laughs> Is it two weeks? Six weeks. You're not supposed oh, to have sex for six weeks. Six weeks. Yeah. Damn, That's that what they say. Or <laughs> we don't get him a Pornhub push present. <laughs> hey, push present is gonna be a Pornhub subscription for a month. Congratulations, Goldie Cobb. <laughs> don't suck your mother, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, jerk I gonna, off. I was gonna say though that um, like parts of my body are way more sensitive. Like my nipples are so sensitive. Like, well, yeah, he could easily just like touch them a little, and I'm just like, holy shit! Like, <laughs> you blow on pregnant nipples, and a girl just. Ah. But then sometimes it's like if he keeps going, it's like too much. Do you know what I mean? Because they're so sensitive. I'm wow. like, all right, like I can't like you know stop. what that sounds like. like <laughs> when after you nut and she's sucking on the head, and you, hey, hey, <laughs> you guys start jerking like your body yeah. is convulsing by accident. Speaking yeah. of body convulsing, we have <laughs> Trezor in the building. What's up? Where's his microphone? Check, check. He is not plugged in. Nope. <laughs> He is not plugged in at all. Let's just. I have to project my voice to for y'all to hear until we um fix the technical difficulties. But, um, how are y'all doing? It's your boy Chizora, aka Poppy Trey, aka the Toronto Tiller, aka the president of the Faithful Black Man Association. Don't chase me, chase your dreams. You feel me? Wow, this um, is a lot of AKAs. Don't chase me, chase your dreams. Who do you think you are? Uh, it's right there. Hey man, it's it's a fact, bro. Cause. It gets wild out here these days, you know. You got to keep people on their on their right path. I'm <laughs> always a part of it. TC's in the building as well. What up, Spades? Fucking this guy's a piece of shit. You remember when he used to be like, I don't get girls. I don't. Know. And now he's just like, get just get them off me, please. Wow. Just get them away. Well, when you put it, don't like chase that, me. I chase your you dream. When you put it like that, <laughs> that's not exactly how like it. You know, but one thing I will say, the um, the extra yeah. gravy family has seen me develop over the years. Indeed, indeed, <laughs> you are a repeat a offender person. of the show. <laughs> it's been like what? Tw- I think twenty eighteen was the last time I was on. Yeah, 2018, it's, been 2019. A it's been a minute. 
Yeah, it was a. It oh, was it was a before while. you. Yeah. Shit, you were pre-intern. Yeah. We gonna have to do. We gonna have to do like uh, before, what was it before intern bi? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. And I was and I was thinking about it. There's probably a couple things I've said on the first couple <laughs> that might be slightly problematic. You, so I you hated women. No, 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 no. Let's not put that. You on hated that indigenous true. people. You <laughs> hated women. This is all propaganda. Wow. There is nothing I said that is cancelable, but there are definitely a couple things that might ruffle some feathers from a. Young, are you team turf? From a what does that? Mean? <laughs> okay, never mind. <laughs> you good then? You good then? You good? Then. I don't know what that means. Good, sir. good. It's probably and for congratulations the on the pregnancy. Thank you. Let's go. <laughs> this guy came Thank in so at uh, second trimester sex. Yep. Yeah. Um, something that I know nothing about and don't want to know about for a very long time. Really? A don't very you? long time. How long Jeez. time? How old are you now? Yes. I know. I'm like 25. My birthday is oh, on okay. Thursday, so I'm going to be 26 this Jeez. week. I, I know I look, I look 19, but no, I'm not. And you're a Scorpio? You're yeah. fucking things, dog. Don't lie. What Come do on. Mean? Talk First to First of us, all, man. that horoscope stuff is foolishness. <laughs> I'm saying that for that. <laughs> when oh when when you hear the oh what's your sign now I'm just gonna start saying random stuff you have to lie I just told them that this week, that because was it last time week you or say week it they're like oh uh, no they go I knew it I knew it yeah yeah that's I you knew it. Yeah. like no and then when I try to get a proper explanation no one can explain it to me people just what what horoscope people do to like kind of like throw you in in a loop is they just keep getting more and more specific into things that you don't know nothing about. So you're moon so rising, I'm like, right? Yeah. So I'm like, okay, if I'm born this day, this person's born that day. How come we're not the same? Oh, but your your moon isn't the same. But okay, we're born in the same place at the same time. Yeah, but it's the time of the day with your moon, with your sun. <laughs> so what are we really talking? Like, what's going on here? Like, what are we doing, bro? <laughs> what am I on? Like, like what are you on? Man? Fucking like, <laughs> listen. I always say that. I do believe in horoscopes and astrology. I just don't think human beings know it. They don't know what it is. Because we all do. The entire world comes from stars. I think we just know like surface level. We just know surface level. Or we attach whatever we want to things that make sense Mm -hmm. because we can. And we Mm -hmm. want something to believe in. I'm not going to. Like I used to this horoscope people. I made a whole YouTube video about it at one point. But at this point, I'm just like, yo, it's like a religion. Honestly, <laughs> I'm not going to bash people's religion because it's a comfort thing mm-hmm. for some people. Some people yeah. find great comfort in it. And if that's what's that's what's going to make you go wherever you need to go. One hey. thing I will say, it, it it is a very good icebreaker, even if you don't know what you're talking about. All you have to do to get <laughs> a girl to be interested in you is be like, what's your sign? Pisces? Ooh. And then you just make something up and then there you go. You're in the door. But this is my this is the problem with horoscopes, it's so broad and vague that you can do something like that. Like if if horoscopes I've always said this, if horoscopes were as accurate as they say, the government, school, and everything that is structured would use that and put you where you need to be. That's true. Tauruses don't like fake people. Wow. <laughs> You'll never be an actor. <laughs> Who does? Like, <laughs> that's the other thing, too. Is it's like those type of things. I hate it. I hate yeah, it. Yeah, it people makes are, no sense. Oh, Leos are confident and cocky. and blah, blah. So what? People born in November can't be? People exactly. born in, in February can't be? That makes no sense to me. But I digress. Anyways, how's life, man? <laughs> it's cool. You know, I'm just... Working as usual. Yeah. I never really take my foot off the gas. You do not. That's yeah. the one thing that's really dope about you is the consistency. Like yeah, Nobody can you, ever you know? say, like, 
Oh, Chisora just popped off a one thing like you. Never. <laughs> nah, it's been from a while, and Marlon's literally been there from the beginning. Indeed, I feel indeed. like I've told a story Aww. mad times on the podcast, <laughs> but Marlon was the first like person from Toronto to ever put me in a video. I was like 16, maybe 17. I did not know that you were that. I would never put you in the video. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Yeah, I was like 16, 17. I met Marlon because... Him and four y'all and like Malik G and them, mm. they were doing a, a meet and greet at, at um, Celebration Square in Saga. Yeah. And I came, yeah. I took the bus from, <laughs> yeah. from my house. I was like 16 and I came with the intention of like networking. Like yeah. I knew it from then. Someone brought me was the first person. Yeah, Marlon was the first person to hit me up. The first video we did was the um, the parent teacher interview. That shit went crazy. Which is still a pre- I saw it recently. I was like, this is actually a Yo, really it holds good up, video. Holds <laughs> up, fam. We still talk about it to this day. Yeah, no, it holds up, fam. It holds up. That was a up, good video for sure. And then we did the uh, we had the oh uh, the, tw- the, the something Jamaican twenty something Jamaican mom. Yeah, something about the Jamaican mom. Yeah, that one was mad that funny one was too. Good too. I watched that one the other day and I was fucking crying. Yeah, that toilet scene where you. <laughs> You pretend to throw up the food. Yeah. Yo, it was fun filming with you too. Like I was telling these guys, we all re- like you shouldn't really care about numbers if you can see what the end goal is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like I've never been a person to be like, oh, that nigga got this many followers. I'm not gonna he's not yeah. worth my time. Like, what can he yeah. do for me? You know what I mean? At the end of the day, I saw talent in you. Everybody else saw talent in you. It was like it just makes sense. Like, let's make a video. Especially because the Jamaican stuff, like there's not many people in the city that even know how to pull that off comedically. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's some people that try it, but it's just like, yeah, kind of crazy. You have to know what you're doing. You have to know what you're doing. You know what I mean? And yeah. I saw that you were doing your homework and you were always just, you were on it. Like, some people hit me up, and I'm pretty sure Alicia, same thing, with business opportunities or this idea and that idea. And you never hear from them again. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think over time, you can kind of. Even people that, like, start to make content or whoever, I can kind of tell, like, who, like, really loves it or who's serious and who kind of just, like, wants to hit a lick to get some club. Like, I can always, and I'm always accurate of, like, yeah, "Yeah, they're good, but, like, they don't, like, their heart's not. And you can tell as soon as it it goes left for one week or two weeks, they're off this. They're doing loom now. Yeah. (laughs) People don't don't really realize how much work it is, bro. I was like, telling them the other day, man, the amount of hats. <laughs> I was like, yo, you know how many hats you wear? Like, you may think that you're just a host, but you're doing all these other things. Like, for us doing YouTube videos, you're a director. You're doing lighting. You're doing sound. You're mm-hmm. doing director of photography. <laughs> you're directing the actual thing. If you have people that are in it, you're doing the script. You're writing. You're producing. You're editing. You're. It's great for your resume. These are crazy. Like, if you ever want to go and get a traditional job... Like you can't put it on there. You can put it on there, but you have so much like variety of experience that it's like it's gonna make it look better. Trust me, it'll make it look better. All the little things that I tried to do on my own spare time in terms of like learning, like basic editing, learning Mm. how to do certain things, like with radio, all that stuff adds up. Or social media, learning how to write a blog post, learning about SEO. That stuff all helped me get jobs and make my resume look better than somebody else's i feel like you just have to tailor how you use it but like if you gain all these skills like you can definitely go and use it in the traditional world for especially for like jobs that are like oh you must know this program and this program like it's more so they want to know you know the app Mm -hmm. in and out you could use that but the thing is i was more so um talking about is the term like of youtuber for example 
Mm-hmm. Like I can't put YouTuber. I don't know actually now. Now you can put YouTuber. On. Things might have changed Probably. now. Now you can put YouTuber. But when but before, I was, you just you break down what you do, yeah. right? So you're like, okay, I write scripts, I direct, mm-hmm. I edit uh, video. You know what I mean? Yeah. I film. Like I could be a camera person because I know angles and all that yeah. other shit. So you just have to break down what it is because some people didn't know exactly what a YouTuber is. Yeah. And then of course there's always those people who just claim that they're YouTubers and then they like never really consistently. <laughs> but do also it. But that's yeah. why I don't want to pay for anything now. I feel like it, it's because you know how to do everything. I don't want to pay for anything because I'm like people are like, oh, I'll I'll do your thumbnails and graphics for this much, or I'll make you a. a press kit for this much i'm like bro i could do that myself i'm like that too it's it's hard it's hard because you get into that space i've been in that space for a very long time it's not good to be in trust me because no i know you should be delegating responsibilities like for example not your videos but somebody else's video you're in somebody else's video all you have to do is be in it and do your part isn't it way easier? Way easier. Sure. <laughs> Isn't it? Don't you get way more ideas? Yeah. And that's so, because your mind is not diverted in so many different yeah. directions where you can focus on what you're doing and come up with it and optimize it as best as possible. If you're doing a billion things at once, there's no way you can think of being funny that's true. to the maximum potential. But I'm also cheap, so. No, for sure. <laughs> I get it. Because I'm there too, but then I feel like the older I get, the more I'm like, fuck, why the fuck am I doing this? If mm. I don't like it, you know? Yeah. I don't like doing it. It's yeah. so tedious to me. I could just pay somebody who's maybe like not top tier professional that's going to charge me an arm and a leg yeah. but somebody who may be up and coming who could do the job the same way that I would do Facts. it and I would get it off my plate right so I think like the older you get or even more things are being thrown at you you're just going to be like alright fuck this like I don't want to do this I'd rather like keep that's my own true. personal time yeah. so I could do whatever you want to do do you know what I mean like yeah. if you want to just chill or create more and that's then true. it also helps you plan. like evolve your business as well. Yeah. yeah. I th- I started thinking of it from like the people I look up to and like none of them don't have a team. Yeah. None of them are doing everything themselves. Like even the people I thought were doing things themselves when I grew up and I met them and shit. I'm like, that's how this is how you were doing all this. <laughs> like it blows my mind. You know what I mean? Like for y'all right now, they have a team of editors. They got people doing handling merch and stuff like that. Obviously, their input is top priority, but they are delegating tasks that could would be utilizing all their time. Yeah. And then you don't get to experience life. You don't get to you don't get to be present. You have to be present. Like I, I struggle with that, like from now already, because I always feel like if I'm not doing like. I feel like I'm procrastinating if I'm not working on something. Like I never really give my type my myself time to, to relax. just relax. And plus, since I've been doing this for so long, I don't have any other hobbies. So like, if I'm not yeah. doing it, I'm like, what do what I do? Am, what am I doing? That's kind that's of a good thing. space to be in, though. If you love it, yeah, I do for yeah. sure. But, but I feel know, like you need to work on that. Yeah, I think that everybody should have like a couple of hobbies. You know, they might not be anything super crazy. <laughs> like, I play video like, games. <laughs> 
that's a hobby, right? Yeah. But yeah, as long as you know how to, I guess, manage your time and that you're not having video games take over your life where like your hobbies are becoming more of everything that you're doing yeah. and not focusing on business and all that other shit. But you definitely need to be able to find the balance because, yeah. again, like I used to be like that where I would just want to I'd always feel like, oh, I'm procrastinating. Like, what else can I do? What else can I chase after? Yeah. And once I started going <laughs> to therapy, I started to learn really that like I do that because I'm never content with where I am. I'm always like, okay, I'll check off this goal. That's crazy. That's been on my list forever. And I get there and I'm like, all right, what's next? And it's like, how about you just chill the fuck out and just be content where you are. And if nothing else happens ever again, and this is where you are, like be okay with Mm -hmm. that. Like, cause at one point that was everything to you, you know? And then I think that allows you to be more present and just like accept life as it is, you as know? it is, yeah, for sure. And re- just relaxing, it does so much for you that you wouldn't realize. Like, there's so many times I get mm-hmm. bursts of inspiration from a time I was just like, I decided to watch a documentary or just play video games or talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. I've talked to people Real life while playing video is the games. Best thing that you could have to create content, yeah, easily, yeah. easily. I talked to a guy while playing video games, and he helped me write a stand-up set. And he's not a comedian. <laughs> like We're just playing. I was talking about something. I was trying to work out this premise. So I started asking people while I was playing the game. I was like, yo, what do you think about this? This Would, you, would this work on stage for you? And this one guy just worked the whole joke out with me. And that just came from me just chillaxing. Like, you never know where it's going to come from. But if you don't give yourself that time, trust me. You'll yeah. continue to feel like, oh, I got to I gotta keep doing something. Because yeah. you're, you're stuck. You're going to be stuck in that rat race, bro. Yeah. That's I why I stopped. Need to that. learn to appreciate the the little things and just settle. Because definitely, like you were saying, like eighteen year old me, like hungry, right? As of <laughs> like me now, eighteen year old me would have loved that. Oh, mm-hmm. and yeah. now I'm like always thinking ahead and yeah, yeah. Eighteen year old you so, on like Grime a- Daily Shade Room, oh and all God. these. What, what would you I do? Lost my <laughs> mind, bro. So did you if lose your as, mind? I was as nah, probably but not. I didn't. See? But see, but my thing now, see? I like I'm a, I'm appreciative of all this stuff, but I kind of feel like. This is what I'm working towards, it. so it's not really like a oh this my god, I can't believe it. it's just do. like yeah, okay, like this is just this is a how, part y'all of the supposed plan. to post like, these yeah, like, this bitch. What, like, this is, <laughs> <laughs> I read it, not straight up. Like, this is what's supposed. This like, supposed this is what's to supposed happen. to happen. Yeah, fact. but you it's, still need uh, to celebrate and yeah, be happy. I, I know those so well. Wow, mm. that but it's like I'm well prepared. It's not like it's not like I just started like and I'm like oh my god, I can't believe this is happening. This is exactly what I've been working towards and why I did it. Yeah, so I'm appreciative, but. Yeah, <laughs> like you know, it's been time because man has been seeing me put into bro. I remember back on YouTube when like remember when you could like direct message people oh, on YouTube wow. or you could yeah. respond to videos with a video. <laughs> yep. I was making response videos to every big YouTuber's video. I was <laughs> going to people's subscribers and single handedly direct messaging every single subscriber, <laughs> sending them a link. To my this guy's the spam guy. I was the spam guy. I was going on Twitter and following a every young single boy. person by hand. Like I was just trying to get my stuff out there by any means necessary. Yeah. Every single app I was on. And it. it's all coming back to you now. Yeah. I remember when Nick Cannon made an app where he was like searching for people for a while yep. now. Yep. 
I was I was like number two on the app. Like on the whole, I was number two on the whole app. I remember ask you promoting I, it. Ask if I got an, a wallet out audition Me to too. this day. Me too. <laughs> to I didn't get day, a single bro. one. And bare people like, yo, you should get this guy. And I'm like, he's definitely gonna see me. <laughs> no, or he anybody, saw you, but he just used you guys to promote the he app. Probably so probably saw me get all the subscribers. Him. <laughs> he saw because I was like, this he him. had an account, and like he his account would like my video. So I'm like, yup, it's only a matter of time. <laughs> it never. Time for the big bucks to start well, rolling in. I will say, though, is Nick Cannon is very much, like, he's way more hands-on than a lot of these oh, people. Oh, yeah, for sure. And so I would not be surprised if Nick Cannon personally, personally saw something yeah. and was just like, all right, let me reach out to this person yeah. and help them up. Because, like, I've heard so many stories of how he's just helped like Bad people, people in Hollywood, Black Hollywood, Kalani's et entire career, um, she owes to Nick Cannon in yeah. a sense because he's the one that kind of put her on it at, um, at the start. Mm-hmm. And there's countless stories like that. Like, and he's not one of those people that boasts it, no, which is really dope. Like, he kind of does his thing. He'll do a nice thing and not really talk about it ever mm-hmm. until you find that person. Like, yo, Nick Cannon, five years ago, man, y'all have no idea, and you're just like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Nick Cannon, he's a he's an anomaly. The guy's a. Right. Uh, I was just listening to his Tax Season episode. Okay. I haven't listened to Tax Season. Have you listened to Tax no. Season before? Guy, I, I th- have probably years ago, but I haven't. You know, Tax yeah. Stone is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that guy who shot. Who's it? He's in jail, right? Yeah, Troy he, Ave. He Troy shot Ave. Troy Ave, right? Yeah. He's, yeah, he's in jail right now. But his podcast. Yeah, I heard it was good. Oh, yeah. man. He's so unique because he's like. He's like a lot of these podcasters try to pretend like they're gangsters and like you shouldn't talk or whatever. But he was like, he was really about, <laughs> clearly yeah. he was really about that life. And he what was happened like, to Troy Ave? Is he still like make music? Fuck no. <laughs> maybe, maybe actually, no, but I who's gonna like, bump it? I feel like he's in jail too. He might uh, be this nah, he never went to jail. Troy Ave was shooting up people too. I'm Googling. Troy Ave? Shooting? Yes. That nigga makes yeah, I think porno music videos. Yeah, there was something. Or with... he was getting shot all yeah, the time. Yeah, he, he got shot like, yeah, multiple a... times. But I feel like he was involved in something. He's too. not the shooter. He's we the shootee. <laughs> and speaking of firsts also, mm. Marlon was... Um, he co-hosted the first show I ever Listen, hosted. Brother, I'm, I'm gonna eat transfer you after the show. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, Laying it on kind of thick. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, uh, what what do they call the? He's like an A and R of of talent. <laughs> <laughs> yo, I just did a good job. <laughs> I don't even see it as that. Like, I just like, yo, this nigga's funny. Let's work. You know what I mean? Like Bilal, same thing. Like this nigga's funny. Let's work. Mucho, this nigga's funny. Let's work. Like I'm not really one of those. I'm not. In any way, someone that feels like they're safeguarding something or mm. feel like my spot can be taken. Nobody can take my spot. It's my spot. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'm not, I feel like a lot of times, I know personally on my end, there's a lot of people that could have helped me out to get much further in life by now. And they won't do that. Because mm. why? It's not their spot. And they know if I come in there, I'm going to take their spot. Yeah. So it's like, at the end of the day, you just got to keep your head down, keep working. You seeing what it's doing for you right now. Um, are you going to be an artist or a comedian or both? I feel like I get that question a lot. And I don't know why, but I just have this like unwavering confidence in myself to where it's like, I could do whatever I want. Like, yeah. I don't like, you don't have to be. In That's the box. answer I wanted. Yeah. Some people <laughs> be like, you have to do this or you have to do It's like, why can I not do everything? If you're good enough and then some people be like, oh, but you see some of these people like that were comedians or whatever. They tried to do music and it didn't work and all this. But one thing that I tell me was like, 
name one quote unquote comedian or entertainer that did music that didn't work whose music was actually good. Oh, okay. I I was exactly. like, let me hold on. Let me, let me, <laughs> I was like, let me connect all that. If the music was actually good, good, no, it's not good. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter at the end Childish of the day. Gambino, Will Smith, Jamie, Jamie Fox, Fox, like the you list can, goes on. You can do Zach whatever. Fox right now. Exactly. Zach Fox is probably the best example of you don't have to choose. Mm-hmm. That guy's a stand-up comedian. He's doing comedy and his shit slaps. Yeah. And it's some and he'll sometimes Jesus do a comedic song that slaps. <laughs> yeah, all hail Jesus Christ, nigga. Mm, that, that song's <laughs> a banger, All hail my Lord bro. and Savior. That song's a banger. But yeah, that's how I feel, honestly. His song and with plus, BFB the Pac-Man that just came out. That's funny. No, and he's that's another too. guy, BFB the Pac-Man. That nigga, he's his song slap, but He's really a comedian, like, if you listen to what he's saying. Little Dicky. Little Dicky's a great example. A great example. He's doing a TV show. He's yeah. doing his comedy. He's doing the music at the same time. His show. I, I love his show, Dave. Oh, yeah. it's good. It reminds me, of, so good. It reminds me like, of, like a white version of Atlanta. I think that like that's certain aspects. And I think that that's why I have a little bit of a problem with it. Though. Yeah? Yeah, because I don't want white people adopting the style. Sorry. He's doing it, he's no. doing Too late. it good, though. He's doing it. He's doing, okay. If Atlanta and Insecure were Jay Z and Nas, Dave is Eminem. Yeah, <laughs> so like for his crowd, it's a white boy in a durag. His crowd probably <laughs> never watched Atlanta, so they think this. They is think this it. is it. Yeah, that which is the problem. That's where it starts, man. White people get one sense. little in the door, Atlanta, and then it's over. Atlanta and Insecure are two shows. You know when you're like watching a show and you're like, yo. I would be an amazing character on that's me in most shows. <laughs> but I think it's easier with Insecure in Atlanta because they encapsulate the entire black experience so well that any black person watching that has a morsel of talent could be like, I could be on this shit, nigga. The fuck? But that's like, how I, I felt, talk like that. That's how I felt like a lot about a lot of Disney shows growing up. I was like, bro, they need like a like the black people that they have on the show. Like you guys aren't all like, have white moms. You guys aren't giving black <laughs> every <Wow>. nigga. <laughs> like you. Every nigga in Disney like, Channel history has a white mom. Even it's just like a the fact. complete full It's a black. fact, people. I don't, I don't make know, the rules. Orlando bro. Brown didn't. Uh, well, that's <laughs> a, <laughs> Orlando mean, Brown, no. Orlando Brown's not fair to say, though. Yeah. Because he was literally uh, the badass kid on every black show. Growing up, every black sitcom you could think of, he has at least two episodes the in brown, that bitch. The Brown and, and the Masseys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, Kyle Massey. And, and his brother. What's his brother's name? Um, the one that was remember. on Zoe 101. Oh, Corbin Blue, that nigga got a white mom. You can't tell me For any sure. different. Yeah, Ain't no black mom doing this hair you, like when, that. When jump in was out. I was double dushing in the streets. Jesus Christ. I, well, I was double dutching. <laughs> you are sick. Spade over there doing choreography. Push it, push I don't know any of this shit. Y'all, y'all too young for me. Oh, <laughs> this is, this is last year time, a little bit. I never not, seen not High School long. Musical, my nigga. Ever? Like, I don't know. I don't know any of this shit. Ever? No. That's crazy. Because to kids now, all in this High School Musical was a staple in time, bro. <laughs> you know, it, for real, it was, bro. I went and I was hanging out with like it was a bunch of people, but like our age ranges varied. Yeah. You know, it was like moms, but then it was like some of their kids who were early twenties, and then there was me and another one that were like twenty nine, thirty, uh, or thirty one for me. Um, 
<laughs> however old I am <laughs> in that range um, but like the ones that were early 20s it's crazy the little throwback songs that they would want to go to they'd want to go to like Cheetah Girls and like we were doing karaoke yeah. and that's what they wanted to throw back to Jonas I was like Brothers can we get some fucking Ashanti yeah. some Destiny's Child like technically <laughs> to us like the mid to late 90s babies like that is throwback. Like, I remember, yeah. bro. I remember High School Musical, the first one, like coming on Family Channel, and me having to put the paper in the VCR to record it over the TV. Y'all had VCR like, during High School Musical. What yeah. was your family doing? What do you mean? <laughs> high School Musical was DVD <laughs> was out them time. Then. Nah, for, for the sure first one. High School Musical for the first one. No, High School Musical was High not School angry. Musical. High School Musical one was like two thousand six. Two thousand six. You got hold on DVD invented. I definitely had a DVD. Well, you didn't know, no, no. The thing was, no, no, no. The thing was, it was you had DVD 95. players. I know, but you had DVD players. But remember, those DVD players weren't the ones that you could like record on. You had like oh, yeah, half yeah, DVD, yeah, yeah, yeah. half that's true, VHS. That's true, that's true, that's true. So like to record stuff, you had to still. You had the, to have a Jamaican uncle that just yeah, was on that. To, you know what I mean? I and was you had still, that stack yeah. of CD things that just burn. I was still stuffing papers in the VHS to. record. <laughs> These kids today don't know. They don't know nothing about, about no VHS. God video, video damn! Video games before there was like Wi-Fi when it was cartridges and, and shit. Cartridge, yeah. cartridge games. When you had to blow the stuff. Oh, <laughs> you could only good play times. By yourself. There was no. It's been proven online. that it does nothing but hey, <laughs> made us feel good. <laughs> that shit work after you blow on it six times, and you're just like, yeah. I feel, I honestly feel like that was the like the best time to grow up. Because sure. it's like we had the internet, but we weren't uh, like. Yeah. I, tell you, I say this all the it. time. I say we this all the time. To it. When the yeah. internet was in dial-up, that's the greatest yeah. time on on planet Earth. Yeah, it's too yeah. slow for you to stay on it all day, yes. and, and you, you would get disconnected. <laughs> you get disconnected if someone calls, <laughs> <laughs> and then your mom gets home and she needs to make her calls. There's no internet, so you got to mm-hmm. find something else to do. And then that's when you go outside and yeah. you have like and a normal even, kid life. You couldn't even really be on the video games too long because back then, like. You didn't really have a TV in your room. Like, Dog. it was in the living room. You had to sit there, and your mom's cussing you for Think about for boy hours. bands before the internet went into, like, D- was it DSL? What is it called? DSLR? DSL? DSL? Yeah, DSL, I think. Or cable, whatever. Before that, we had boy bands with grown men. Grown white men. That could never happen yeah, in that, speedy internet time. Now that you say it like that, that is <laughs> that is the best time in human history. <laughs> like you have grown white men, just privileged. The, just the, the boys, the boys in motion. The, the boys in motion were definitely in their late twenties. Yo, sure. <laughs> that episode was great. <laughs> they were thirty for sure. <laughs> Raven Simone does not get enough props for that she show. Doesn't. That show that's is Raven is a legendary show. Like that's, I think it's in the black pantheon of of great shows in black sitcoms. Like it's up there with my wife and kids and shit like that for me. Because even though it was a Family Channel show or a Disney Channel, whatever the case may be, the shit was funny. Like it was on some other channel. <laughs> like yeah. I don't know, there was something about it that just stood out to me. It's her and the characters. Like she has an Eddie Murphy like quality to yes. her. That people don't talk about. Like, Eddie Murphy gets all his props for playing all these different characters. Mm-hmm. Jamie Foxx gets all his props for the Jamie Foxx show and all the characters he played on there. And Raven did the exact same thing. And she's the only woman I've ever seen do the exact same thing. Uh, that is true. 
But then she said she wasn't black, and here we are. And then- <laughs> it just she did it to herself. She did it to herself. <laughs> did you did watch the reboot? I haven't watched a single episode of it yet. The reboot? Remember oh no, 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 where no, no. She's a parent. No, the, I haven't watched. I it. haven't watched it. it. The thing about Raven, I think though, I watched one episode. That's it. Yeah, I, I'm, I wouldn't even dare. Um, <laughs> I don't want to ruin the perception of the first yeah. one. You know what I mean? Um, the thing about Raven. Is that I think, and I was talking about to somebody about this um, the other day about Drake. I don't think people view them as black. I think people view them as Raven Simone, and Drake, Drake. Mm-hmm. OJ, Michael Jordan. These people aren't black anymore. And Drake, for example, anytime he, look at how many weeks you guys hear about him breaking records, right? Have you ever heard any of those records say first black? Whatever, first black. No, it's first wow. rapper, first artist. Yeah, if but it was he Kendrick, said that. if it was Kendrick, yeah. oh my It'd god, a, first nigger. There would be a, <laughs> like it would be an hard be a ER statue outside the NAACP first building. Pan African flag owner, like they'd go crazy for. Yeah. It. Drake has said it before. He was yeah. like, "I'm just, I'm just never considered black enough." But he was like, "Shit, I'm doing." I think it was in that documentary, like that conversation that he Elliot. dropped with Elliot and B. Be or yeah, something yeah. like that at Christmas time a couple years ago. Yeah, and yeah, he's the said, one where he's looking up the whole time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> People are like, "There's a script up there." I was like, "Really, really?" Uh, Do you know how much you have to hate Drake to just bro. put a script on his ceiling? People will say anything on the internet. You don't ever just look up when you're looking for thoughts. Like, I don't get it. People yeah. are fucking crazy, bro. Internet but it doesn't help that where he grew up, mm-hmm. the perception of where he grew up. Mm-hmm. Even though it was just a basement, <laughs> it doesn't help that he uh, was on a TV show and was on that for majority of his a- adolescence. Mm-hmm. So now he's putting on internet script together five k for this Roly. <laughs> like times were hard. Sir, I couldn't load up my crystal card. I guess I had to find the today. I had to sneak on the subway. I don't have the three twenty five. We don't have the capacity. I don't have the capacity. I need that as a soundbite. I need that as a soundbite. We don't have the capacity. That's the That's fucking funny. funniest response yeah. video on the internet. I don't care. You ever seen that? No. This is African guy. This is African guy. So I seen somebody say, um, <laughs> when you're trying to push in the head, but it just won't go in. <laughs> Man put in the response, her pussy, we don't have the capacity. <laughs> bro, that's but nah, that's, that's a shit. fact, bro. Me at like 20. 19, 20, 21, even. Bro, I I, I can't spend 5K on a, a Rolls Royce. That's I a can't wild, even do that now. I, low key, I'm if not going to lie. That, yeah. If we're keeping it 100. <laughs> this is my thing. I'm like, 5K to scrape for what? If we're keeping it 100, <laughs> even today, I'd be like, ah. That's what I'm saying. Realistically. It's not realistic. Like. Unfortunately, I would, if I knew that and I was a rapper when I was younger, and Drake was like competition or something, I would have clowned him for that. Mm-hmm. Honestly. Because like what if your rapping is so good, why you need to put on the show? Yeah. You know what I mean? And I, he put that he put that well, this was Rolls like Royce so... in so many bars. So yeah. I know that they actually did it. <laughs> like it's crazy. This I was, understand this the part was so where so long he, ago ahead. though. It wasn't really before he popped like yeah. that. And I understand the like, part wasn't it? No, no, no. It was before that. It was way before that. 
Wasn't it? It's much before 2011. Yeah. 2011, he could afford his own Rolls Royce. Yeah. No, I think I think in the caption. He recorded so far gone. Yeah, with it. That's 2008. I think in the caption, he said 2007. Yeah, it's got to be around then because it's before. He said he recorded. He used to drive, park it outside uh, is when Fort take, York. Um, not take care. What's the first one that he did? Come uh, back thank season? me later. Thank me later. Oh, okay. That's when his first album dropped. Yeah. So it was before that. It was years before. He said that. he would park it outside of Fort York. I can't remember what address. And he would Fort York go or up Fort, in um, Fort York. Yeah, yeah. And then he'd go up and record record so far gone. So yeah. it definitely had to be 2007, 2008. Yeah. And he said he did that for months. How old were you then, times in 2008? I was 18. Yeah, I was like around 19, 19, 20. I got got invited to the (laughs) SoFi party. And I don't know how. Was it at bar? No, it was at Six Degrees. I remember that. You made that video. Yeah, it was crazy. Like, I still, to this day, I have no idea how that happened. But that was my (laughs) inspiration. That was my, like... Okay, I gotta fucking do something. Like I saw, it wasn't I've even him. I've never been invited to a Drake party to this day. The thing was, it wasn't even <laughs> him. I wasn't even focused on him. I was focused on the T Rexes and the Brocks yeah. and all mm-hmm. Ryan Esperito, all these guys I'm seeing up on in, in this they booth. They were it, when and we I'm were like, like, yo, so these young. guys are the like. When you talk about movers and shakers in the city, people who are making an impact in the city. I'm like, these guys are it. Yeah. These are the click, guys I aspire to be at. Their Mila. click really did a lot for us. Like yeah. they really did pave the way for us in many, many ways. Especially it's wild. in terms and then of you like meet all the all those people and they become your peers and you're like, whoa, that's crazy. T Rex, I was talking to him today actually. Like even me, even being younger, I was like, bro, like these guys like rate me. It's crazy. Even yeah. when I was in LA in the summer being with Timothy De La Ghetto and Ricky Shucks, yep, you know, man, yep. you guys like appreciate me as a peer like you're not trying to little bro me mm-hmm. yeah i'm like yo this is crazy like i grew up idolizing you guys <laughs> yeah man. yeah like, it's wild to me it's Listen. crazy for me when how would you like to look five years younger in a clinical study people that had volume added with juvederm voluma xc in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Like, because when I was in my early 20s, I used to hang out with like Tyrone, like T-Rex and them. Mm-hmm. And so... 
the one love to crew yeah <laughs> and then once i got to my like later 20s and i would do certain things and i would see them again and like to hear t-rex tell me like oh i'm so proud of you like you've d- gone so far yeah over those years and it would always make me feel good like yeah, you know same, what i mean same. when i could hear those people yeah champion me and seeing their getting to see their work ethic a little closer too mm-hmm. and like how they d- come up with certain things and ideas like we were a part of <clears throat> nike's uh basketball club for like two three years i, I want to say it was we're like nike every month or every other month would like bring us to a basketball court in the city that had some history or Mm-hmm. Uh, a player that went to the league. We he went to this school. He played on this court, and we play there and shit like that. And they give us sneakers. And these guys, like, just hearing their ideas, like on the bus on the way there, like of stuff that they got coming up or stuff that they're doing, and they're never expecting you to not do something. I understand. I that's what I booked. I was like, there's never a time I can come on this bus and just be like, yeah, I've got nothing going on right now. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, no, I don't. I don't know what's going on for the next couple months. Like, no, there's no way. So like, even that would inspire me and push me to like, all right, I got to get some stuff done that like when I get on that bus, I fit in. You know what I mean? And I think that that was how you were feeling early on. Or like, yo, I gotta get some shit yeah, popping. You know, I gotta bring something to the table if I'm trying to, even, bro. Because I remember that's why. There were so many times, literally, when I was young, even even now, but especially when I was younger, if, like, Marlene or anybody, like, yo, what are you doing at this time? Can you do this? Yes. There, there's, <laughs> I don't think to this day there's been one time yeah. that Marlene's asked me to do something, and I said no, yeah, or I said fact. I can't do <laughs> that's it. That's like, a fact. I was there every single time, because I just want to be around these people, so I could just, like, you This know, is why observe. I wanted to become what I wanted to become. I don't know about other people. I don't know how it works in, like, fields where you're not... You don't really know who your team is going to be. So, like, if you aspire to be the best accountant or lawyer, you don't really know who's waiting for you on the other side. But for us, like, in terms of comedy and, like, content creation, some a majority of the shit I created and things I did was to be able to hang out with certain people. Yeah. It wasn't to, <laughs> it wasn't to make mad money. It wasn't for fame. It wasn't for accolades or any of that. I want to be able to hang out with these guys and be respected amongst these guys. It would be those ones where you're like, yo, me and we'll be like, yo, me and Will Smith would be such good friends. Like that would <laughs> and then be you my get the opportunity. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like I'm I'm there right now with stand up, which is like a new arena for me. Where I'm just like, all right, once I get people hitting me to like book stand-up? me for shows, hate it. I absolutely hate it. It's the worst experience and the greatest experience all at the same time. It's, it's horrible. Damn. <laughs> it's you- it's torturous, bro. Like, it's way more tedious and meticulous than you could ever fathom. Like, yeah. I I understand. I've never had a like a drive to do stand up, but I understand it. And I've even kind of studied some of the stuff. Like, what I'm telling y'all, like, I'm just a student of this whole game. Like, yeah. watching videos on like how jokes are made and like what things and what things Rule you take threes to, and yeah. all that shit yeah and man. i found that um stand up like writing um comedies and premises and stuff is very similar to music and like how you craft very lyrics much so. and songs and stuff and it's, it's all hard. storytelling like, it's all rhythm yeah. and it's, it's all hard. rhythm rhythm mm-hmm. timing expression with a joke you have to have rhythm you have to have a beat if you if you have too much words, it's over. Mm-hmm. If you have an op- overcomplicated word, <clears throat> it's over. If you have a premise that you can't properly articulate in one 
quick sentence, there's and no point of the joke. And <laughs> it's the same way in music. And I think, I think you have it, I have it, and a lot of people do. But the people, you know, when like people just have music that's bad and you're like there's no way that you don't know that it's bad <laughs> i think it's just that part i think it's that part of their brain or that part of their that's wiring the difference that they they don't have yeah because if i'm making something i feel like that like you could say something and it works but you're like it doesn't like it's like fit. it's like it being black and trying properly. to dance off beat it's very difficult yeah <laughs> like just, to, yeah. to do it consciously and, or not not even consciously like to do it and not think about it is damn near impossible you're almost going to correct yourself without trying to correct yourself mm-hmm. so it, i understand it i understand it from that point of view i don't know i've always wondered how do people who can't find the beat work on that it's a, asked, it's something that's innately in yeah. me i've never I'm, had yeah. to practice the beat I hear it. I react. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I've asked. I think I asked on Twitter, like people who are like who have no rhythm, like how is that possible? And they say it's a mental thing. They say like they literally like their body cannot move at the same like functional time mm-hmm. as the set rhythm. <laughs> I can't like, fathom how? it. I can't like, fathom it. I know white people. A lot of white people dance to the words. They don't dance to the beat. It's no, so you know it's what it like is? they'll hear. For example, if you see some white boys oh, dancing that they're not professional dancers or they're just having fun, or even the professional they'll act ones. out the words in the dance. That's true. They when don't you say that. That's true. It's not like, the beat that they're that listening thing to. Up. <laughs> okay, bro, go look at the TikTok dances. They're all very literal. There was um, was it? I can't remember what legendary black song it was that they took super literal. And did exactly what was being said, and that wasn't the dance. I can't remember what it was. Was it? Um, it's either it's either um, it's going down or um, pop lock and drop it or I think it might. It might have. It was. It was was one one that had a dance. Yeah, it's had a dance already. I think it might have been cranked that. And then we were just like, "No, you can't do that. No." (laughs) (laughs) And they're literally just acting out what the words are saying. Well, so that's think, like the uh, nasty, bougie, ratchet, that one. Sad, <laughs> Same <yeah>. shit. Silly. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. I've realized that um, I think like white people or the, in that genre, I don't know if it comes from rock and roll or whatever, mm-hmm. they sit in a different pocket in music. Because I one remember when three. I was hosting, like when I was hosting, um, the DJ like who was with me, he was white. Shout out my dog, Matt, one of my very few white friends. Um. <laughs> The, the white, 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 white. <laughs> when when our performer, whatever, he's like, yo, I noticed you jump. Like, you know when you're turning up and you're jumping to a beat? He's like, yo, I noticed that you jump on the up instead of the down beat. Like, I always jump on the down beat. So, like, when you'd be up in the air, he'd be on the ground. So, like, you'd be going different directions. But I'm like, why do you do that? He's like, I don't Like, that's just the pocket that they sit in. In the music, so it's I don't know. It's weird. But this is my, you know why it's weird to me, and this is why it's weird to me. White people, majority are the consumers of EDM, house, techno, all that type of music, right? They can dance to that. Have you seen them do the, the shuffle and shit? Niggas know that. But this is the thing: they focus entirely the entire focus of EDM and all this shit is what the drop yeah so how do you not know the drop 
but they you know, know the, the up. No, they know the drop, but it's they don't what's after the drop. Like, <laughs> what do you do after up until the drop? The drop and then it's like, what? Okay, yeah. I'm just freestyling. Just doing whatever now. No, no. Now that you say that, now take it in. When the drop is building, they're on beat. And then the the beat drops. Drops, and then they're just. <laughs> like, they, they don't know what to do after And I need you more than my life it turns into anything, Niggas bro. just start doing whatever Yeah no that's fucking crazy that's um, But does it feel like It took too long for this acknowledgement That you're getting right now Obviously the ice cream song is what Kind of really set it off But you had some viral shit And I was leading about, up to that Yeah I was talking about this recently with TC Is like um I think I have like a, I'm well still having like a, a like a slow burn type of effect, mm. and I kind of, I'm not gonna say I prefer it because of course you want to pop off early, but like, I was never like I don't think I really at any point in time, even on on the internet or let's say just bring it down to the city, I've never really been the guy. Mm. I've just been the guy that people know is talented, you know. Okay. And I've had like my little spikes like. Raptor Foot was a spike. Link My Ting was a spike. The Jamaican remixes was a spike. Mm. Recently, but when you say when you say the guy was a spike, like what do usually you there's a guy. If it's like like someone who has their time, you know, if okay. it's like Haha Davis, Kezzy, okay. Drewski. Do you want to be that though? Renny, Shiggy, even in Toronto, like Toronto guy Cody. Do you want to be that though? Not necessarily. The guy always fizzles out. Yeah, that's you a don't want to be that's the why guy. I like the slow burn and. When people say, oh, like, um, I haven't seen you doing this or whatever, because it's like a lot of my content isn't really Toronto based. Like, I'll throw one in here and there, mm-hmm. but I'm, I intentionally from the beginning made sure to do like a broad spectrum of Very things. Very global. Yeah. Yeah. That I could do global. When I, the first time I went to London in like 2018, I took more pictures in London than I've ever taken in Toronto. Yeah. Ever in my yeah. life. And I did not expect that. I went to Mexico. And people knew me in Mexico. I see niggas talking about <laughs> under the the video that Giggs commented on and notes, and um, people were like, "Yo, this guy used to react to uh, old grind videos back in the day." Yeah, and I'm just like, "Cause he was doing all that DMing." <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Yo, but. No, nah, it's it's more of an authenticity thing. I think you want a slow burn. I don't yeah. think anybody that's ever not had a slow burn long run. did something authentic. Mm-hmm. All those people did something that popped. They hated doing it. Stopped doing it. Didn't pop like anymore. Shiggy and all of them. Shiggy I, started realizing he was the jigaboo of the internet. Yeah, he's like, bro, what am I? And he and he just stopped. And but so, the reason why, but he was doing great shit before that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Shiggy the comedy was super stuff. Dumb funny. Dumb funny. He kind of just stopped. And he kind of just stopped because the dancing shit was getting him the bread. And Mm -hmm. so now he's showing up to Nets games and fucking doing a Harlem shake or whatever. You know what I mean? So you don't. I don't think you want to be the guy. The guy very rarely figures it out Mm -hmm. because it's too much pressure on him to be the guy that we expect you to be. If I go on your page now, and let's say you're the guy for the music stuff. If I go on your page and you have three other comedy videos that are not music stuff, and that's the first three I see, I'm just like, I'm not going to this guy's page anymore. Yeah. I've done it myself. Like, where I'm on TikTok and I see somebody do something with, like, their dog or some shit. And I'm just like, oh, more dog videos? Not one. And I'm just like, <laughs> what the fuck am I fucking with this person for anymore? Yeah. I want dog videos, nigga. Yeah. That's why I, <laughs> I intentionally try to keep it. 
like I like I'll do what people like, but I like to sprinkle in different things so people don't try to box me into that. Yeah. So that's why I feel like that's I why it's a slow burn. Though. Yeah, and that's why I can comfortably do like the music and entertainment thing. But yeah, that's true. If I was if I just decided today, yo, I'm only posting like rap videos on my page. You'd be out of here. I would, but for how for long? Sure. Exactly. And plus I wouldn't like I would just get tired of it. Yeah. And that's why I even in general do multiple things cuz I can't and and that's why I drop so much because I just can't do the same thing like for I a get long bored. Time. I get bored. Yeah. Exactly. I get very bored like even that's why my YouTube suffered so much cuz I wanted to do so much different types of shit. Mm-hmm. And, and it doesn't, doesn't work like that. Like that. YouTube, YouTube don't like that. Like that. YouTube <laughs> wants niche. Pick TikTok one wants thing, niche. Stay there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so now I create different pages for shit. Like me and Bilal um, started a series on my YouTube and I just made it own TikTok for it. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm not even posting this on my page because then if this one Bilal video pops off and then they go to my page and see no Bilal, they're not following. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they're just expecting one thing. So it's almost like you got, if you are going to um, do multiple things and you want it to pop on the internet in its own separate way, you got to create separate entities for it. Yeah. That's definitely. how, that's just how I view it now. My it's, TikTok, it's my YouTube, it, for me personally, always gonna be whatever I want to do on there. You guys are not gonna box me in. I don't care how viral I gotta get. <laughs> like you know, if I wanted to be viral, trust me, it's not hard. Ask this guy. It's really not. we can do like, that. So tomorrow, you can, you can quote unquote sell your soul and be viral so easily, so easy, bro. Easily. I could make a video tomorrow of me jumping in a puddle, squirming in some mud, and get Facts. three million views. Like exactly, it's not about mm-hmm. it's not views. about the views. It's about the respect for me. Like. You're going to respect my talent however I choose to display it. And I've, if I got to keep doing my thing and get the slow burn, regardless, I'm going to get my tribe yeah. eventually. Yeah, so I'm honestly, I'm fine with that. So, like, all the Shade Room stuff and GRM Daily stuff, like, it's cool. And I'm definitely working, like, working. And especially now that, like, I got a little bit of the attraction, I'm going even harder. But there's there's no, there's at no point will y'all see me like getting boxed into doing one thing. I just won't allow it to happen. And if you continue to do other things, I think especially right now while you have a spotlight on you, one other thing can pop outside of the music and now you're known for just not doing the music. You know what I mean? It's like all about how you set yourself up in the play. And yeah, you know, blogs, especially music blogs, they're going to probably gravitate towards that content because they know it's a, it's a numbers thing for a lot of companies. Mm-hmm. We saw the engagement on this. This is what we're going to go with. And they don't want to skew away from that unless they see something really fucking hot. You know what I mean? So it's all, it's always a difficult thing to navigate. For, but for me, I I like a slow burn. I don't enjoy the fast acceleration. I've seen what yeah. it does. I've seen how it affects people as well. Yeah. People who pop off of one thing and then can't do something else are miserable. in torture. They're I'm going to tell you guys that right now because they <laughs> put on a front for the internet. <laughs> we know them. They hate it. <laughs> and also, I think it just has to do with like, I don't know. Because it's like creators, you know it and everyone knows it. I think that like, why that's why certain people like just like us as people or even when you're doing shows and stuff people i know you get it too where people be like wow like you're so nice or thank you for being so considerate bro. i'm like fam like <laughs> the is, bar is, is in hell like for this? creators bro, bro because- i remember i was hosting something and people were like yeah here you could have your own green room here and you could talk to us if they-. i'm like 
bro, I want to be with everybody else. Like, what do you mean you're stashing me in a green room? And and this is what mm-hmm. I think Jay-Z was talking about when he says that people, you don't change, people around you change, sure. right? Because it's the perception of you and what, and it's a projection. It's what people For would sure. do if they were you. Oh, you're so, you're so if you if I was can't. this nigga, I would never speak to nobody. I speak to people when I feel like it. Blah blah blah. <laughs> yada yada yada. And for some people, yeah, when they blow up, that's exactly what they want. But for a majority of people I know, they're trying to compensate for that. In yeah. terms of like, I don't want to. I remember I used to even if I thought I was a shit, I'd be on some like fake humble shit. Just because I don't want people to think of me as, like, less of a person. Even if I am feeling myself that day, you're not going to treat me differently and then create this new perception of who I am. Or people like, will use that narrative to try to get off their grievances with you. They'll be like, oh, oh, so you're you're famous now and you have clout so you can't answer nobody. It's like, <laughs> I never used to answer you same ways before, but I now you're trying changed. to say I'm doing it because of this. Like that's not Ain't true. nobody ever want to talk to you. Yeah, like, <laughs> people don't like seeing you winning, brother. Like, <laughs> that's why. What do you think about like leaving to level up? Because I'm not even gonna lie, I'm about ready to leave. I don't think you need to leave to level up. What I'm, was your no, shit I'm that? Ready, had, what was what was your stuff that? Well, okay, I'll say this: leaving like to I, level up obviously can work. I don't think you need to leave to level up. I think you need to leave sometimes. Yeah, you know I don't what mean, I mean like, not like permanently, but I yeah. mean like. Go if you, in order to, to grow, bit. you have to collaborate. Yeah. And you have to explore. You have to get outside of your box, your bubble, your demographic, your following, all that shit. That's as a person, not even like a content creator yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of people who are just dependent on being in their comfort zone in their home mm-hmm. with their friends, with their family, with like doing the same thing over and over again. So I always encourage people to leave a little just so you can get these other life experiences and meet other people because you don't know what will come from it. Like you meet so many people just being out and about. Like you can meet them on the plane. You can yep. meet them at the grocery store. You can meet them wherever, right? Life could change anywhere. Yeah. yeah I'm about but I just... definitely don't think that. She's the ambassador of get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> she got out of here before a lot of us. Yeah. <laughs> Atlanta, maybe a one month here, one month She said the trend like... for our age group of getting out of here. Everybody's yeah. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, Alicia doing it out there. She doing it big. Okay, I can do it. Yeah. Every, <laughs> everybody thinks they can do it too. <laughs> and it's like, then it's they not come like back that. home with the tail between their legs. <laughs> That's my favorite part. Uh, for real. They to start by, oh, you guys are still there? Huh? Sucks. What are you doing now? <laughs> let me see. Niggas ain't even getting room. paid, okay? Let me see a living room. <laughs> like, you left. You, living room got a, a lawn chair and a, and a TV on the floor. You left here to go to Atlanta to, like, still to be a, a waiter. To struggle. The same ways. Like, Not struggle. even. Well, maybe a waiter because they're going to have to get paid under the table. Gosh. None of this shit's legal. Like, these niggas just be leaving to not legally work. <laughs> That's crazy. Listen, if you're just to destined, say that they're over there, if you're talented, like, I don't think it matters where you are, man. Like, I just we have a, a decent. Of, I just need I a change of scenery. We have a, a decent bit. like landscape for you to do what you want to do. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, maybe we don't have the L.A., the Atlanta's, New York, whatever, but we have a decent enough one. And because of the internet, like anything's possible. So it's not like you have to leave and be like, okay, I'm going to like move away. If you want to go away for a couple months, sure. Go away for a little bit, like experience some new things and then, you know, get back to your normal life and whatnot. That's what's low key been kind of changing my mind about LA. Cause when I was younger, I was like, yo, I'm 
moving to LA 100% for sure. And that's it. <laughs> yep. Now I'm like, yeah, I still want to go to LA, but I don't know if I like, like necessarily want to stay. stay. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'll go for an extended period that's of time. That's me right now, bro. I don't know if I want to stay. I've been in, LA. in a, I've been in LA for a month and a half for was my longest trip. An amazing month and a half. I, rem- I remember when you went. If I stay longer, I don't know if it stays amazing. You yeah. know what I mean? And like, plus, I think for uh, creators and entertainment, we always felt like L.A. was the only place. Yeah. yeah. Now it's kind of yeah. not like that. Imagine nah. in Atlanta, people are in Miami, people are in Houston, New York. Like New York is my number one. Like my one. If I could move anywhere, it would be New York. My one gripe with New York is the weather is too similar to here. Like I want to mm-hmm. go somewhere where the weather is different. I don't. I don't like the cold. I I say that, but I I like the benefits of winter. Of like being cooped up in the house, I like staying home. I, like you can't go anywhere because it's snowing, it's cold. Like whatever reasons I can use to stay home, fucking love it. So that aspect of winter, I like nighttime. Nighttime for me, getting ideas and working is just like I don't know what it is about nighttime. I'm way better at nighttime than I am in the day. So you're getting earlier nights. I fuck with that too. Christmas looks like Christmas. I fuck with that. You know what I mean? You don't like, want to be on the beach. On I don't Christmas. want LA Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of weird. That is that's weird. yuck. You know what I mean? But I do think that um, a lot of people think you could just move to these places and just grind your way up. You're you're starting even farther back than you think when you, need you to move be strategic somewhere else. With it. Yeah, yeah like, you have to have a plan. Have to have you know, a plan, people and things I set in place. I never move somewhere just like, oh, let me just wake up and vibe. That is the episode Facts. title, Wake Up and Vibe. <laughs> and, you know, and you know nobody, like even like L.A. From when I was young, I specifically like started tapping in with people from L.A. to mm. build a network there. Yeah. So when I, one visit, I had people that I know well, one- and like... If I ever was to go there, I'm not going there wide eyed and blind. And <laughs> yep. Now I'm walking through Crenshaw and Slauson with a with a blue with and red Astro, with the Astros hat on for the Hoovers. Like, <laughs> well, one thing I will say is that a lot of people will be attracted to a city because they're like, oh my gosh, it's so fun when I go there to visit. Yeah, and well, like visit you meet, is different in but different. like you meet you meet these people online, and they're like, yeah, come, and you're out there, whatever, and you're having fun, and then you're like, yeah, I'm gonna move there. And then you move there, and it's like niggas don't care about you like that anymore. You are they fun care because about you are you a, a, the moment. Because you came and you visited, but like when you're there all the time, now their life can. still yeah. goes on. Yeah. Like they don't have the time to cater to you and, and make sure it. that like they're introducing you to all these different yeah. people in their circles. Like For all sure. that shit. It's not the case. Like yeah, I've sure. gone. I've gone. When I visited places and then moved there, it's like a different experience. You know, you do have a couple of people if you can build genuine friendships with mm-hmm. them that are like, no, nah, I'm going to fuck with you and I'm going to we're going everywhere. But then there's other people who are like, oh, I'll see you when you're out. Like a lot of people I mean? that move to these places have main character syndrome. man. <laughs> they really think the world revolves around them and everything will gravitate towards them because I'm here now. Yeah. It's not how life works. People get like you said, people have lives. People yeah. have their own problems and shit. They got to work out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like especially for a place like L.A., I wouldn't even say New York as much. There's so much to do in New York. It doesn't matter if you know people or not. But in L.A. specifically, 
I don't know how people go there not knowing no people, nobody. Yeah, LA is like you I need to know it. people. I don't. Everything. What do you guys? If you want to have, if you want to have a certain experience, yeah, you want to like, have like a regular ass person experience. Tourist, like, then you got to go to the mall and like Run find regular canyon. friends and like yeah, hang on the beach. <laughs> I'm but, going to Lacma today. Hollywood sign and all that. Lacma's not there anymore. I don't think. What do you mean? They took it down. The museum? Those, like the polls. Oh, know, the, like no, no, that's still there. I seen somebody take pictures there the other day. Oh, okay. I yeah. thought they got wow. rid of them. But yeah, um, that's but not yeah if you want like an elite experience or you think you're going to go to all the industry events and like celebs houses and all these mansion parties and shit like that, I know for sure you got to know some people. Listen, LACMA <laughs> is actually the perfect place for you to go for, to get a rude awakening. <laughs> you go to that little little square of lamps and you th- that you thought was a field of lamps. Yeah, and, you look like, <laughs> and you're just like, this oh. ain't shit. Huh? That's how I think my bedroom in Toronto's bigger. I think that's oh. people's perception of Hollywood too and the Walk of Fate, bro. The Walk of People. If Ass. you have never been to LA, if you want to go down Hollywood Boulevard, you're on your fucking own. <laughs> the Walk of Fate stinks. It's nasty. There's Number stinky super. Hero ass niggas all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking hookers at three o'clock Big in the day. Batman, Batman like, <laughs> Madame nah. Tussauds, Wax Museum, nigga. The fuck y'all doing? But that's that's why I like LA because a lot of people say LA's fake and all that. But that's like, yeah, if you're in that industry type of life. But I feel like if you know like real LA natives Trust and you me. do like regular things. You'll definitely have a completely have the different time of experience. your life. Have yeah. the time of your life. It's super bro. fun. Yeah, I was there in for Juneteenth. That Juneteenth Woo! was lit. That mm-hmm. must have been. Crazy. There was a festival at Lamert Park. It looked like Carabana. Dog, like, I'm telling you. And you, that's regular. Yeah, and that's you walk regular. through friggin' Kalani's porn shots of Henny in people's mouths. Hit boys over there chilling. Jadena's with his girlfriend dancing over there. Like, it and it's regular out there, man. Yeah. Like, yeah, I remember going to just kickbacks at people's houses and the people that would just show up. I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> God damn. Because you don't I realize, to... you forget how much famous people actually live out there. Like, the number of people that you, you're you bound to know someone that knows someone. Or you just yeah, bump sure. into people. Yeah, or you just bump into people. As soon as I went to L.A., checked in the hotel, Jacques walks out the elevator. <laughs> but I'm like... They came out. Why are you staying? <laughs> he was Gucci down with his three bodyguards, but I was like, "Wait a second, why are you staying? This is a Best Western." <laughs> it's Jockeys. He's not. He's not doing the greatest right now. Where do you? He was short too. Where you come up? Your navel? He's definitely like five two. Yeah, no, he's, he's a, a tiny dude. He's he looks little, so funny when he dances. Little man, <laughs> little man is bad. It's hilarious when people keep saying that it's Quavo. Like when they Yo. post videos of him dancing, Quavo wilding. <laughs> that's funny, that dance. Bro. Yo, Jacques kills me. I went to his show in Toronto, and that nigga danced the whole show. He got choreography oh the whole show. Whenever you got choreography for an entirety of anything, you that's are ass. <laughs> That's my first rule. No, if, if you no, got Beyonce. Chris Brown, Beyonce, Chris Brown has entire half an hour sections of his concerts where he's singing up there by himself. That is true. And if anything, dancing by himself, and he's freestyling. It's not like a choreographed thing. He's just like feeling it and just fucking doing right. his whole you shit. See, even even the dancers <laughs> behind him are like, oh, <laughs> like you know what I mean. But when you're, um, you know, when you got these like Bia's performance, for example. On the BET Awards. Where she was sitting on the couch? They set her up for failure, but she's also <laughs> not the strongest performer. You know what I mean? And it, 
you kind of saw that because she had choreographed dances the entire time. And that's just a perception, I think, of female MCs as a whole, is that they're not good performers. Was Like, Lil' Kim's the only person I've seen that really goes on stage sometimes. And even her now. Mad choreographers. Yeah, a lot of choreography. Lil' Kim, that dance? <laughs> that dance is a fucking amazing. I don't care. I love how she <laughs> leans into it. She, she doesn't, like, shy away. She doesn't be ashamed. That's, That's her funny. Mary J. Blige. But I think also a lot of people aren't good performers because, like, a lot of artists, like, will just pop off really quickly and have, like, no yeah. artist development. They and don't. Now it's, and now it's, like, Coachella for your first show. Like, There's a lot. There's so many freaking uh, artists who are just like, all right, we're just going to throw you into this and yep. whatever. Like, they don't have media training. They don't have, like, anything. Nothing. But it's, like, it's because they have to just live in that Trial moment and fire. try to, like, <laughs> get everything possible. Yeah, so Pressa is probably the finest example of that. This nigga's first show was a stadium. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> what is your life? <laughs> His first show's... Our stadium tour with the biggest artists in the world. That is, bro. Who's he on tour with? Heart. Drake. Drake brought him oh. on tour twice. Oh, okay. Was, it was like in London <laughs> too or something. London. Yeah, he was all over the world, nigga. <laughs> that Boy Meets World tour or some shit like that. Oh, yeah. That that's nigga was, ridiculous. that's your first shows. And I, people were getting at him and making fun of him. Like, what do you expect? The nigga yeah, didn't start off in bars. Like, what do you, like... Yeah, you're throwing him on a stage a in front of thousands of people. He mm-hmm. doesn't even know what these in-air shits do. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> a lot of them don't. I, I remember the last OVO Fest that there was. What was that? 2019? Two, 2019? Yeah. 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 We're making the Stallion and stuff like that. A mm-hmm. lot of these artists were not using the shits because they were off they, so much. They, they Megan, fuck it up. the baby, like so many other people. Those like, the put the shit things, in your though. ears so you can rap on beat, please. Those are the number one things, though, that mess up uh, live performances. Mm-hmm. I've I've seen in my experience because you you'll see an artist midway through just fucking dash the shit out their air and just start going. But they weren't using them, and they were all off. It's not like they were using them and they were on key. They, all off. They were not using them oh, and, and they, they were, were all, all off. off. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you got to be a vet to do that yeah. because if you can, uh, if you're experienced enough to hear that it's not working or it's off, then you got to stay in that pocket of wherever it left you off at. And that's hard. And stay in that pocket the whole song and just because when you're on stage, you're hearing something completely different like from what half, people are hearing. It's like half a in second the earlier. Little or delay. Later. Yeah. And it depends on the size of the show, too. If it's a big festival outdoors or one inside, it can make the world of a difference. Mm. So it's, it's yeah, those in-airs, I don't know how by now we don't have just consistent, <laughs> well-working in-air, um, whatever, what do they call them? Monitors. monitors, in-air monitors. Yeah, that makes no sense to me. But now it's like, to be a great artist, I feel is almost, if you want to be an artist, it's way easier now. In terms of performance, because you just get auto tune, Mike. Yeah, you get auto tune, or, or you can even like they're just playing the song, and you're just ad libbing over the song. That's, you're not even that's really so bad. Though. A lot of rappers are that, rapping majority, like like dancehall artists. You know, majority, how dancehall artists will come out, stop holding on me, block, ah, and then you just, man, I take back shot that. And then they don't rap. They, like, dance artists don't even sing the whole song. They'll sing, like, the first two lines and then, yo, that's that. But you guys don't think <laughs> that, like, the ruins the quality of the does. performance? Because, like, if you guys watch Versus with Jadakiss, he mm. was rapping with, without 
his like lyrics underneath. KRS One and Big Daddy Kane, same thing. No, you know what I mean? No and backing. his and you just felt it so much better. But then you hear these people who come on and they just say the one two line or whatever. Which and is I'm most just of like, them. most uh, of like the hood like the hood rappers. They're saying a couple lines. Yeah. Well, you like got to understand, first of all, there's a number of things that come into play. These rappers these days are not rapping entire verses. They're punching in. Mm. Yeah. So they, they, they sit down in the studio for four hours, punching 16 bars in four hours. <laughs> like, they're smoking, smoking, smoking. drinking, drinking, talking to One things. Bar. Go in two bars. One bar. Come out, smoking, smoking. And that's how they create now. And so when it comes time to perform, I never had to do this whole thing in one Fast. swing. Even even the <laughs> even the flows, because a lot of the flows, like the 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 lines are like overlapping each other. So Bro, you can always tell the difference. You can't do that like live. It's impossible. It's crazy. You can always tell the difference of caliber of artists when they create music because you can see if it translates easily into a performance. If it's something like what you're saying, where. The bars are overlapping each other. There's no way you thought you could pull this off. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's no way you even thought of the performance aspect of this song. So it's like, it, it's, it's so much different shit that goes into that that these guys these days don't have to deal with that makes their performance 10 times weaker. You know what I mean? They don't have to care about breath control. These guys are not on treadmills running and spitting their bars to practice. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's little shit. Beyonce is still oh, running on treadmills and singing. Shape. Mm-hmm. Lady Gaga running on hard. treadmills and singing, mm-hmm. okay, and making sure and trying to get it perfect while running on a treadmill. And that, yeah, all and then when you get stuff, on stage, it's like you're taking off a weighted vest. Like it's it's ten times easier. All now. that stuff is crazy, especially like now, like me making music and stuff. Just like you get like a different appreciation. It's like it's like if you play basketball and watch. You ever been watching a ball game or like you remember when Kyrie did that? Um, Pump fake, um, the, the half through, spin, the half spin. Oh as, god! And, and you're looking at people like, "Yo, did you see?" And they're like, "Oh, that's cool." You're like, "No, no you don't understand. You don't know <laughs> what core strength it takes. You, you know, know how strong your stomach has to be to <laughs> stop halfway and then keep going. Like it's yeah, it's like yo, you don't yeah. understand what that takes. So like certain artists, if they do like a certain run or a certain pocket, you're like, "Yo, that was crazy." You Listen. guys don't even understand. Like to how- this day, when I hear Bust, when I see Buster Rhymes perform, it still yeah. blows my mind. Yeah, I'm like, you are fifty something, forty something years old. Even when you wrote it the first time, I was like, he can't do that, <laughs> and you're still doing it. Or it's even crazy. like Twista and how fast. That oh, nigga that nigga is a beast. <laughs> Twista is a beast. That nigga is constantly in fast forward. Like yeah. constantly. <laughs> how does your mind even process like that? Like to this day, I don't know Soul how Jam's I know. Been Soul out for how long? Yeah. And every time Kanye say, "Oh, you want me to speed it up for you?" I can't Here's do my friend. Fast. And but then I'm someone like, who can. Get in the Luther. I'm like, okay, I know like a little pieces like, of little the pieces bars of <laughs> that make me look like I know the whole shit. But and that's crazy because you be knowing all the lyrics, and I be knowing all the lyrics. Fucking. So how long? does it take you to put these songs together not long at all especially because they're so short right yeah if we're talking just because mostly what i'll do i'll make the video like the youtube video 30 45 seconds Mm -hmm. sorry instagram video whatever and then based off the reception then i'll go make the whole thing so even like the ice cream wine that was literally just 45 seconds 
of a but song. you say that, but and realistically, then, how long did it take to put together? Oh, like, oh, probably like, no, <laughs> no, 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 see what I'm no, saying? No, but no, I want like, people to get that that difference okay. of you're but seeing also, him put out a song that's less than a minute long. Yeah, but I know it took you way more than a minute to make it. But I think it's it comes with practice though, because now it generally doesn't take me that long. Mm-hmm. But I think it it depends on what you're trying to do. Yeah, if it's say say that one probably took me like. 20 minutes yeah because it's not long i like the beat was already made it's different if i have to make the beat as exactly. well if i have to make the beat that's what i was and thinking yeah. write the song and shoot the video is definitely hours, hours. it's definitely hours yeah, exactly. for a 45 second click. exports imports yeah, for sure. all that for sure especially if i'm like green screening and then making sure the lighting is oh, right man. all that type of they stuff no it's, it's definitely hours. people people think you could just like a one minute video like can one, take two, eight hours for sure. Easily, yeah, no, yeah, for sure. It it definitely takes. I'm trying to think, or sometimes it could take you. Okay, say the the Celine Dior one. Mm-hmm. When I did that, I made the video. It probably took like an hour or Which so. Which I would say is the first one to pop. Yeah, everybody's talking about the ice cream one. But I'm like Celine Dior is kind of where it went crazy. And when you think bit. about that, wasn't that was last month? That wasn't that wasn't that, that long, long ago. That was yeah, last month. So, um. I think I dropped it on like a say a Friday. By Saturday, it was bubbling. I hit TC and my cousins probably Saturday night. Filmed the video at my cousin's studio Saturday night. I stayed up all night Saturday night editing the music video. Put the music video out on Sunday. Mm. Like usually for a song to a music video, even though it wasn't like a super big budget music video, like that would take people weeks, yeah. months. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. nah, I just did that, like, quick, 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 stayed up for, like, six hours. Because you knew. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I just I, I just understand timing. Like, yeah. But there's some right things now. that you create that you just know, though. Like, you're just like, this. there's something different but, about this one. Like, yeah, I do, but sometimes I don't. Because I just feel like I like to keep the things that I do to a certain standard. Mm-hmm. So, to me, everything is fire. Yeah. It's just whichever one catches. Whichever like the one Celine catches. Dior, that was my third like sampling random song. So that mm. wasn't the first one. So I thought the first one was good. I thought the second one was good. Yeah. It just so happened that the, the third, third one, one was the off. one that people liked. But you know? I think that you you need but you those. Do know, like, you need those like baby steps. Because I don't think ice cream goes off if Celine Dior didn't go off. Yeah. No, no. You know what I mean? Sure. People are accustomed to you in that setting. The three person setup now, yeah. the producer, dancer, artist, you, and let and let me not put the oh my, where's the guy that goes yes, through the door? Yeah. <laughs> Bro, I was tired. I didn't want to yeah, do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they don't oh care if God. you're even doing the same really. dance. They don't give a fuck. They just want to see the guy come in. Yeah, yeah like, bro. I was like, so, I was like <laughs> I'm tired today. I don't want to do that, but you have to do it because that's what the audience wants. Well, at least it's not just that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because then you become a caricature. Yeah. But then also it's like what I tweeted before and I saw you like favorite it where it's like after, like after a while I started to notice that like black creators get held to such a high standard that other people aren't held to. Like black there's people this, in general. Yeah. <laughs> facts. But especially in entertainment. Yeah. Like there's this guy on Instagram, this old white guy. Who sings songs in his car? Like, like does I like karaoke versions? I, I did my rant in about his this. car, and he's been doing it for years. If you look on his page, 
Every single thumbnail is the same because he sits in the same spot in the car and just sings different songs. Mm-hmm. People eat it up. He has like and four million followers. The box, making that awesome. I remember yeah. when he did the Roddy Rich box one and everyone's just, yo, and I'm just like, that, bro. But then it's like, <laughs> let you do, like, when I was doing the, when I was they doing the, from you, nigger. <laughs> exactly. When I was doing you know the, all the songs. When I was doing the Pooh Shiesty videos, and people really liked those. I think I probably did like five, maybe six. And people were like, I don't know, man. It's like it's cool, but it's starting to get old. Like, I need you to switch it up. I de- I'm like, fam, it's been like two weeks. <laughs> we need some new been- shit. We need some new flavor, my boy. This has been doing this for five years. Every day in the same spot. And it's the same. But I, I have to switch it up. Dog, you I'm know what? You. All right, cool. You got it. It's very, it's very interesting. Because <laughs> that's a case study in and of itself. White people think we lesser than them. But realistically, they have the spud web effect on anything they do. They're right. looked at as the tiniest in the gym. And if they do something, just a, a normal dunk. Oh! <laughs> Facts. But like we got to do fucking windmills through the legs, 360, all types of shit because mm-hmm. we're tall. Facts. <laughs> Let there be a white person that actually knows how to dance. He's at the cookout. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga just need to do the whoa and you're like, ah, this nigga's at the cookout. Facts. But you know people that are crazy and you're like, oh yeah, like that's I complained that's about them. this. Like, I complained. I went on a whole rant on a podcast, I think, before. Yes. Of talking about this because of that specifically that old man in the fucking car mm-hmm. and just seeing the reaction to little white girls doing dances that I see little black girls killing mm-hmm. and not getting nearly just because she's white and she doesn't azantu she's mm-hmm. out of here mm-hmm. <laughs> she's doing shows now really like yeah that's it's it it's just crazy to me bro it's it's crazy and then the the white approval that some black people seek see a white boy do something that's like a part of their song or like they do a dance well to one of their songs. Now the, the white boys in the video when there's millions of black kids doing whole choreography to the oh shit. My gosh. <laughs> and, and, uh, and it don't matter. Like, Nope. Fam, I'm not even going <laughs> to lie. And I stay very appreciative for everything and everything that goes on. Oh, hold on. I just, <laughs> I just have one question for, for the powers that be <laughs> is after Raptor foot, why was I not on a float? <laughs> the song is playing at the, the at the parade. I don't think they knew who sang it, brother. <laughs> By then, it just got it just took on a life of itself. Uh, but you know what's crazy about that too? I wasn't like I wasn't here for any of it. People mm. were like, "Yo, this was going crazy." I was on a trip emceeing. I was in the oh, Bahamas, the the, uh, the breakout tour, yeah. the breakaway tour. Yeah. I was in the Bahamas, and I'm getting emails. CBC wants to interview me. CB24, Breakfast Television wants you to come into the studio. And I'm like, oh, my God. God. <laughs> what a oh. time. <laughs> I was so vexed. But Aww. my mom was like, yo, like, I'll fly you back. Like, I'll pay for you to fly. I'm like, you don't have to do that. Yeah, man. no. There, there, there will be, be more. Yeah, yeah, there's going to be more. Like, this no. isn't the pinnacle. It's yeah, fine. no. I would have like, been, been pissed if you said you went, you flew back. No, 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 no. Because no. these niggas aren't giving you no money. Exactly. None of these interviews. <laughs> Nah, they might put it at the back of the plate, back of the newspaper. Like you never know. Facts. It's um, just like a little blog thing, and then that's it. But still, same ways. I'm appreciative for everybody that reached out, and you know, rate Everything happens for a reason. If it was man. during COVID, they would have just did it on Zoom. So mm. they should have thought mm. of that before. I, 
And but you know what's crazy? Should've COVID, COVID changed. <laughs> <laughs> there, was, the vid, there was boy. no COVID back then. <laughs> there was. You just didn't well, know we where just to didn't find know. it. We just didn't know about it. But yeah, at that point in time, because I was asking, I was like, we can't do like a phone thing. They're like, oh, we don't have the tech. Knowledge they had, We don't have iPhones so They sorry. had to figure it out Real quick The only one I did Was CVC I did that one Over They used like, their rotary FaceTime. phone <laughs> <laughs> But the rest of them I'm like How are you not able Like you don't have This technology How is that possible <laughs> Zoom sure niggas with that phone Existing like <laughs> Fucking Skype Facts that's Yo. hilarious. The CBC said we ain't got no fucking Skype, nigga. <laughs> Skype, kind of budget. We just fired David Suzuki, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Peter Masbridge just got fired, nigga. We can't afford that shit. Skype. <laughs> That's crazy. That is crazy. <laughs> I don't know why it's so yes, funny. Like they, we do bro, not have the capacity, <laughs> bro. They looked at me like I was crazy when I was like, "Yo, like we can't do it over the phone." I'm crying. They're like, "How am I supposed to get the screen from the phone to the television?" Uh, can we get you to come in? Can I just do it here? <laughs> I, I hate I they called you to set it up But they're like Yeah we can't do a coffee <laughs> so In every aspect of life I hate that Like meetings That could have been Phone calls Why did I travel oh. All the way downtown To meet with you For 10 minutes I hate You could have called me I hate it I ain't gonna do it You could have wrote it down <laughs> I ask people now I don't give a fuck I'm like What are we meeting for mm-hmm. Tell yeah. me what it is We're meeting for and I can figure out if I can transition this to an email or, or just a FaceTime or something. Because I'm not about to show up 45 minutes away for something you could have just told me. Facts. <laughs> you could have texted this, my nigga. It would have been fine. Mm-hmm. Like, I think people, sometimes when people invite me to stuff like that, I'm like, you think I'm slow? You think uh. I just, I just don't know shit. Because mm-hmm. the way you're explaining, like, the way some people explain concepts, especially in a meeting, like, realistically... I have to be slow for you to think that we had to do all this. I feel you. Or they'll be like, so do you have any questions about that? You're like, nah. They're like, are you sure? Like, do you want me to? I'm like, no, I, I get it. I get like, it. <laughs> it's cool. Like, but it, it makes me feel weird sometimes when I don't have questions. It's, it's like, like they I want need you to, to have questions. questions. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm like, some um, stuff. Uh, I'm like, all right, think, cool. Um, What's the weather going to be like that day? Do you know? Yeah. I, I can prepare for that. Like a sweater? <laughs> like, what am I supposed to say here? Yeah, no. People are not used to people who easily grasp concept, concepts or ideas. Yeah, it's not. Like, <laughs> grasping concepts should not be What have we learned hard. today? Especially, we don't expect much from white people, and <laughs> we can't grasp concepts. We can't grasp concepts. <laughs> and it's surprising how, like, because, like, is everybody just slow? Because I remember Most people I meet, <laughs> bro. Because I remember like years ago, like doing. I was think I had to go do some headshots at some mm. photo place, and the lady's like, "Yo, you you take instructions very well. If I tell you to turn your head a little bit, you do it." Some people will like. I'm like, how you said little, <laughs> so I did little. Yeah, like, Yo, all the way. <laughs> I knew that I was gonna be I have a tough time in life if I kept caring about that shit. Because I I like I have this thing where I get like a very I don't know it's like a feeling that arises from the my innermost part of my soul when someone asks me a question that was just said. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, I'm gonna put that over there. You're gonna put that over there. <laughs> what am I supposed What am I supposed to say right now? <laughs> like, yes. 
<laughs> Duh. Yes. We're putting it right. <laughs> Little things like that. I can't. Because if, if someone tells me you're putting it over there, done. It's there. There it is. For other people, it's realistically like I have to confirm first before I do this. So you don't like, I don't know. What do yeah. you and what are you expecting if you don't put it over there and I I notice <laughs> something gonna happen? <laughs> Am I gonna shoot you? <laughs> Just put it over there and see what happens. Nice. Yo, it's fucking it's crazy to me, man. People need to have more confidence in themselves, I find. I think a lot of people have to like cause everyone I meet has the skills that I get frustrated with. They all have the skills, the know how to get these things. That's why people get frustrated. If someone was dumb and couldn't do it, You'd never be mad at them because you're like, you're dumb. I get it. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's people that fucking get it that I got to constantly explain things to. It's annoying as fuck. Yeah, or people that just don't, like, realize their own abilities. You're very I passionate hate that, too. That. I hate it. I hate it. Alicia, I told you it comes from the innermost part of my soul. I hate it so much because realistic, like you said, it's people that really do know better that want to be literally hand-walked and spoon-fed. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, I've never been that type. I wasn't raised that way. Like, my mom kind of made me figure things out of, for yeah. the most part. Mm-hmm. And that made me, a, I feel like, a better person instead of someone just constantly micromanaging. I, that's one thing I, I think that's why I hated retail or, like, working for someone so much. Mm-hmm. Is because they're so used to micromanaging so many other people that they felt they needed to do it with me. And it's just annoying to me. Because yeah. I... I'm type of person. I if especially if I'm doing a job, I'll do a little bit more and I'll show some initiative mm-hmm. because whatever you just gave me to do was simple enough, or yeah. I got it done earlier. You don't like. I'm that. not just gonna sit there and just fucking. What do we? What do I do next? Like <laughs> waiting for you to give me instruction. I can kind of figure things out, and I think majority of people can figure things out. They just don't want to. But they don't <laughs> like that, and that's why I hated retail because it's like. Like, being at retail is almost like living in a Caribbean household. They hate seeing you doing nothing or relaxing. It's like, I did did everything already. Yeah, but... And then they start scanning. Scanning. The sock. You didn't fold the sock. Dog, I used to picture my mom's eyes like Terminator. (laughs) Just scanning the room. Boop. I, you couldn't watch the toilets in the Dog, trust me, trust me. I saw a tweet recently where this woman who's like growing lives on her own. She's like, she always feels like she's unproductive or lazy on the weekends when she wants to sleep in mm-hmm. past nine o'clock, right? Me, me. And <laughs> <laughs> me. yeah. And she was just like, I feel like we're just conditioned from when we were young that we were never allowed to sleep in because it was like, oh, you got to wake up and help me do chores. Like, you have to help me clean. You have to go to church on Sunday. You have mm. to go, like, we have to go run, gro- do groceries, yep. whatever, whatever. So we're always conditioned that we can't just chill out. Because, mm. like, realistically, how much shit do you really have to do on the weekends? You know what I mean? Like, you don't have to do anything. You don't have you don't to want do shit. To. That's what I t- yo. Like, sleep oh, the fuck man. in. If you're tired, sleep in. That is my girlfriend. <laughs> And she people, is. It's like she gets an itch, like that she can, it, she can't scratch until it's done. <laughs> until it's done, she needs. To, I need to do it now, yeah. and it's if it doesn't get done now, it's gonna be everything's ruined. Yeah. <laughs> everything's ruined. <laughs> that was my mom growing up, and yeah. I. That's what kind of taught me, like, because I'd leave things on purpose, just be like, all right, let's see what happens. Let's want to see what happens. 
I was that kid. And nothing would happen but me having to do it at a later time. <laughs> What's the difference? I'm like, especially in the house, my girl will make the bed at 8 p.m. <laughs> the bed was not made the whole day. <laughs> she will make it at 8 p.m. to get in bed at 10 p.m. I'm like, are you sick? <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. Are you sick? I don't know if that makes me a weird person, but one chore, that one That's little the one task, thing? making the bed, yeah. I never got the concept. Oh, you never I'm, got the concept. I'm the only person coming in this room majority of the time. <laughs> I'm going back into the bed eventually and it's going to get who am I making the bed this is the for? Thing. But they're training you for when you have your own place. and Because that's why a lot of things you don't realize until you get your own place that your parents were trying to like teach you. But they don't tell it to you that way. <laughs> <laughs> they kind of make it seem like, this is how life is going to be forever. <laughs> Starting now. Like, I understand that. No, for- this is how life's going to be when I get my place and people are going to come over maybe potentially yeah. or something might happen to me on the street and someone... So I has to come to my house. But I understand I that, that for like, but if I live public at home, areas. If I live at home and so, if something happens to me on the road, there are other people who live in my home. They don't need to show people my room. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what's the point of but that? But who's going to come into my room and be like, wow, this bed is so messy. So this is how we got into the car accident. <laughs> like, like, bro, making the bed thing was never mine. I make my too. bed every, like. I don't. I don't think I've During ever made pregnancy, my bed. I've been kind of lazy because I'm like, oh, I'm going to go back to bed. Um, but other than that, I, I will make my bed. That's the problem with li- working from home. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's why I've never really gotten the concept when I was younger cuz I've I've been self-employed for so long that I'm constantly my room is my office slash my room. So yeah. it's like why am I making the bed? I'm <laughs> I can jump in and out anytime I want. It's yeah. something about it though like even if I'm just home, I just have to make it. You know what it like, is? It just makes it feel more together, especially if my house is messy and I'm just like mm. not in that state to like really tidy up. At least I knew I made the bed and that thing is done. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, that's that makes thing. me feel good because like for me, I know when I get into like depressive moods mm. that it's like, oh, I don't want to clean. Need up. little pick you know me ups. What I mean? So if I can make the bed, at least I did something. <laughs> Your brain loves seeing you complete a task, and yeah. so they always say making the bed at the start of the day is the first is task. the first thing you should do because it'll it'll encourage you to do get other things done. Mm-hmm. And I I noticed that that definitely was true for me. It was more so like, yo, if I get arrested. And they come home, my, my bed's not made. I look like a worse person. <laughs> if my bed's made and I'm out road, I get arrested. They come home, this nigga make his bed. He don't do nothing wrong. Come yeah. on. I, I look softer by default. <laughs> like, or I look like a serial killer. It depends on what I did. Um, but yes, yeah. thank you so much for coming through. It's What time is it? 9.05? Yeah. About time. About time. About time, <laughs> about time to start Thanks wrapping for having it up. Me. We um, obviously love what you're doing. I obviously loved. It's like seeing Appreciate a son it. grow up. It's Aww. just. I mean, I don't guys know. We could, maybe like a, like a cousin. Or he like hates a when brother. I say son. I've been saying this for years. You my we son. Could, we could find a different. You know, term. I'm your daddy, right? Yeah. <laughs> we could find a different term, but daddy I get the premise. <laughs> I missed that. What was that from again? Fighting Temptations. I think, so, I think it was Mike Epps and Fighting Temptations. You guys ever see that movie? No. Yeah, Cuba Gooding and Beyonce. No. Yes. It's, you should They're watch young, it. Go remember? watch it now. Yo, <laughs> Fighting Temptations is crack. Yeah. That movie is so good. 
Mike Epps, anytime he sees he sees any baby in the town, he comes up, you know I'm your daddy, right? <laughs> any black baby in the town. That, shit that used, used to, to be kill me, me when I was a kid. Every time I seen a black guy, I'd yell, daddy! Oh, nah, I'd be shocked. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be shocked. Daddy! Imagine you like walking with your shorty or something. You have to be like, ever since I was born to this man. <laughs> Never slept with any woman before. I am purely vegan. <laughs> Yo, that's my mom shit says she used to get embarrassed. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Of course, that's happened to me. Like a kid's called me daddy, and I'm like, I'm sorry, little boy. If a kid calls me, I'm like, me. oh, your mommy be fucking every nigga. Huh? Me. <laughs> your mama got the whole block at the house. He can't even tell me apart. But um, thank you. Obviously. Or your dad just not around. Oh, that, that was my case. I mean, what dad? <laughs> Yeah. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for coming through, man. Always thank love you. it. Always appreciate it. Tell people where they can find you. Um, on I, on all socials, I am Shizor. I am T R E S O R on everything, basically. Literally everything. Literally everything <laughs> that you can think of. I'm there. Snapchat, Pornhub, OnlyFans, <laughs> OnlyFans, um, Fan Central, Kick, Vine, <laughs> MSN vids. Messenger, yeah. Many Vids. What's, what's Never mind. Video? Anyways, thank you guys so much <laughs> <laughs> for tuning in another week. I'm Marlon. And I'm Alicia. And that was the extra gravy. Skr, skr. Bom, 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 bom. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast. And this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 